You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. There it is. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party naked. Shit happens when you party naked. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party. Naked. Oh yeah. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Happy New Year. Whoa, don't sound too excited, okay? Really it in a little bit, all right? It's just our New Year's episode. Working on it. I am the host of this bitch shit happens when you party naked. My name is Jason Almy. I got with me my co-host, that lovely voice that you're hearing that really honestly, I mean, you need to take it down a few notches, all right? You need to calm down. That lovely voice is my wife and co-host, Christina Almy. What's good, baby? Hi. 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 So how many cups of coffee is that that you're working on right now? Number three. That's number three. Okay, no wonder you're bouncing off the walls. Let's reel it in a little <laughs> bit. I don't want anyone pushing stop on this episode because you're just blasting their AirPods out of their head. You know what I'm saying? Let's whoo, take a deep breath. Let's get zen. Let's bring this. Let's calm it down for 2020. Sounds good. All right. We have a lovely episode for everybody today. This is our once annual. We only do this once a year, believe it or not. New Year's episode. Fuck 2019 because. So this episode is going to be comprised almost entirely of complaints about 2019. This is our episode to complain. We never complain. I never complain on this show. I don't know that that's true. Really? You you feel like I... I don't feel like I ever complain. I feel like I'm pretty upbeat all the time. Isn't there a section or segment called Get Off My Lawn? Yeah. So that counts? Well, isn't that complaining? Sort of, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. What's one of the topics that you complain about um, or discuss? White people. <laughs> Hate those fuckers. But we have an entire episode. Just in case, if you liked the complaining, we have extra complaining for you in this episode. Uh, last year, when we did the fuck 2018 episode, we had the Almy crew. We recorded that one actually on location in Atlanta with my mom, my dad. They both said the F word. That was impressive. This year, I wanted to open it up to the podcasting fam as well. So I solicited a number of our buddies in the podcasting world to complain about shit that bugged them in 2019. So we're going to start with playing those. Before we dive into that, I do want to encourage everybody to head over to Kyrie.fm slash party naked. That's K-Y-R-I-E dot FM slash party naked. It is like Reddit for podcasts. Sort of uh you listen to the podcast there at Kyrie.fm. Um there is a mobile app coming for Kyrie.fm as well. So you can listen to it on your phone as well as at the the laptop or whatever. And you can comment as you listen. You can engage with podcast creators and other listeners 
You can timestamp specific moments in the podcast that you're responding to. You can post media like images, videos, GIFs, YouTube, whatever. Um, you can go to Kyrie.fm slash Party Naked right now, and you can let us know what you think about this episode. You can listen to this episode and respond in real time, and I'll see all your shitty comments, and I'll come reply to them too and tell them why you're wrong, dipshits. Go to Kyrie.fm slash Party Naked and check us out. We love you guys in 2020. So, honey. Yes. Are you, let's see, um, how are you feeling about 2019? I feel I'm glad it's over. Okay, good. I hope you have a good complaint for us. We're going to save ours for the end. You and me are going to go last. Okay, that sounds good. Like good hosts, we're going to complain. We're going to do our 2019 complaints. Although I might sprinkle in uh, one or two 2019 complaints kind of as we go. Okay, I think you're allowed to. I am. It's my show. It's our show. You can do what you want too. Yes. Like you can keep being crazy and wild if you want to. You can keep bouncing <laughs> off the wall. Um, you know, and I had this third cup of coffee to hopefully um, light the fire under my butt a little bit, but it seems that it's a delayed fuse. It seems like a very delayed f- fuse, um, like uh, one of the Looney Tunes cartoons, you know? Maybe Evelyn stole my fuse. Maybe. Full disclosure, it's almost 2 p.m., so uh, I made the mistake of trying to record this afternoon. I think the closer <laughs> we go to 7 a.m., the, the actually the more like hype my wife is going to be. So That's not false. It is what it is. It's almost her bedtime. It's 2 p.m., the sun is high in the sky, and uh, she's tired already. If you yawn... I don't feel yawning. Okay, good. Because if you yawn, it's not quite 2 p.m. yet. If you yawn... The more you talk about yawning, though, I think it might make me yawn. I'm going to shoot myself. I'm just saying. I mean, I feel one in my throat. I really do. So, I, I'm, I'll show you the gun. I'm going to shoot myself if you yawn. Hmm. Three cups of coffee and it's 2 p.m. Don't yawn. Don't you do it. Okay. So uh, we got a full bag of fuck 2019s because... Do you feel like we should com- uh, explain the concept to the listener? Might as well. Okay. So the idea is that 2019 is over. There's nothing you can do about it. It's gone. It's done. What are you going to do? Are you yawning? Is that a yawn? (laughs) It was a yawn. So help me God. All right. Um, This is going to be a short one, guys. It's only been eight minutes. I'm going to go shoot myself. All right. (laughs) Thank you for listening while I suicide. Uh, I'm going to Bud Dwyer this episode. Anyway, the idea is that 2019 is gone. There's nothing you can do to get it back. It's gone. Sayonara. Kiss a goodbye. In order to really feel good about leaving 2019 behind, I want to focus on the negative. A lot of people say focus on the positive. Fuck that. Fuck them. Focus on the negative. Let's think about the things, the people in 2019 that pissed us off, and let's air our grievances. I think it's good to get that shit off of your chest, right? Mm -hmm, I agree. We're going to air our grievances. We're going to complain about things or people that upset us in 2019. And this is the reason why we're not sorry to see 2019 go. We're happy it's 2020. Fuck 2019. We're done with that year. Mm-hmm. I agree. Chrissy says fuck 2019. Fuck 2019. And we're going to tell all the reasons why. So um, let's start actually, I want to start with the, geez, I think I want to start with the most depressing one so we can just get mm. this one. Let's just move this one. I haven't heard all of these, but I did hear this one. And, and uh, let us just... Let's pull this Band-Aid. <laughs> Especially after that cute visit from Evelyn. You're really going to love this one. Mm-hmm. 
Yo, this is Joe B of Any Podcast, and you're listening to the realest motherfucker Jason Nami from Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Yo, fuck 2019 because my friend's kid died, and no father should have to bury their kid before they die. Peace out. Wow. Yes, yeah, so that's our buddy Joe B from Any Pod. We fuck love Joe him. B. He didn't say anything about me. Fuck you. Well, I'm the realest motherfucker. But he could have at least said hi. He could have said hi. Hi, Chrissy. Hmm. Also, that's kind of a heavy fuck 2019. It's a very heavy fuck I mean, 2019. What do you really say to that? What do you really say to that? Uh, unfortunately, okay, his... Okay, great fuck 2019 for that. Yeah, his his uh, his friend's kid did, unfortunately, pass away. How old was the kid? 13, I believe. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's just... It's a nightmare. Every parent's nightmare. It's the worst thing that you could possibly even was think about. Was it an accident? Or? I think it was. I think it was an accident. It was sudden. Ugh. It wasn't like... You know, at Suicide least with an illness... What I was thinking. I don't know for sure, and I don't want to speculate, but... It's really sad. Obviously, this is a terrible, terrible situation. And honestly, I got to say, um, Joe probably forgot that we make a comedy podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to well, go he ahead. forgot about me too. So yeah, well, smoke some more, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> smoke one for us, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a, I'm going to latch on my first fuck 2019 because I lost some people as well in 2019. Mm-hmm. Fuck 2019 because I lost two good friends last year. We lost Patrick Curtis on May 1st last year in a car wreck. Uh, he was a good dude. Two young kids, two young boys that he like left real behind. real young baby. Yeah, one of them was only like nine months old, and that's just a really shitty thing, and my heart Still is heavy. I believe that. Yeah, my heart is heavy anytime I think about Pat. He was just a good dude. He was a solid dude, um, you know, happy to help people out. He loved cars. He loved racing. He loved bodybuilding, getting huge. Helping motherfuckers get huge, get swole. Dude knew his shit about bodybuilding too. And you could always ask him about training or nutrition. And he was always a good guy to bounce shit off of. So, uh, and then in June, unfortunately, we lost a good buddy uh, of mine, Jimmy Martin. He was a film critic in Utah, in Salt Lake City, based out of Salt Lake City. And he uh, was part of the Geek Show podcast out there for many, many years. And he and I met in. 1996, uh, we were freshmen in high school, so we were like roughly 15 when we met each other, and so we've known each other more than half our lives. I mean, we did we did it. We were best friends for the longest time in high school. We did everything together, and so um, that was a real hard one, too. Like, I had to take a personal day from work for that one. I was, that one fucked me up pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't, there was a day there where I wasn't, I just wasn't able to really think straight, you know what I mean? Like losing a friend like that was just, you know. So fuck 2019. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, every year is going to take people from us, and I hate that. That's the yeah. one thing that especially kind of... as we get old. Yeah, especially as we get older, unfortunately. I'm, survival rate drops to zero for all of us at some point. Anyway, this is a comedy podcast, so let's swerve out of the depressing shit. Let's pour one out for the homies. We miss you, Patrick, Jimmy. I love you guys forever. And let's see if Dr. Zeus can cheer us up, okay? One thing I know is that Dr. Zeus can cheer us up. I'm trusting Dr. Zeus to uh, not complain about losing a young kid in 2019. 2019, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. The last and final Star Wars came and went But the Mandalorian is continuous. But the one thing that pissed me off 
in 2019. And it wasn't when Glenn Close didn't win the Oscar because Olivia Coleman in The Favorite was amazing. Rami Malik winning for a lip syncing performance really pissed me off. And as a Queen fan, I did not enjoy the movie. But there is a silver lining. The Elton John movie where they, the singer act, the actor actually sings. But let's talk about what really pissed me off in 2019. Mm. Yes, 2019, the year that Nancy Pelosi finally said, we have no choice but to impeach. And I know politics, but here's the thing. Mitch McConnell needs to go. He will not budge. Hillary Clinton talked deep, uh, extensively about Mitch McConnell in the 90s. And when she ran as a senator, she said he was very nice, very intelligent, very caring. But when it comes to the current impeachment proceedings, Mitch McConnell is siding with the president. Is he siding with the president because he was, is he a pussy? I don't know. That clown mask face of his just won't come off. And it gets worse and worse. Mitch McConnell's face is what happens when you slowly open the Ark of the Covenant from Indiana Jones. And over time, your face starts to melt. And yeah, you look like that. So I've been asked, what was the one thing that pissed me off in 2019? And it's simple. Mitch McConnell pissed me the fuck off. I don't have anything against Republicans. In fact, my father is a Republican. (laughs) But he doesn't think the party is really itself right now and is asleep at the wheel. You see, Mitch McConnell, according to my father, basically is just going to side with the president because he's chicken. And yes, he is chicken. He is, and he's not Chipotle chicken. He's KFC. You left it in the fridge. You're going to have it for the third time this week as a leftover nasty ass chicken. He's a chicken shit. So those who give in to Trump are chicken shits. Even Sarah shoots them from the helicopter Palin chicken shit. But, you know, she can see Russia from her house. But can she see Mitch McConnell's yucky face from space? After seeing Star Wars, I am convinced that Mitch McConnell is like the emperor. He just really needs a lot of facelifts and facial cream. And some time in the sun. And so Mitch McConnell, I say, is a son of a bitch. So fuck Mitch McConnell of 2019. Hopefully in 2020, things are going to be different. I can hear retirement. Can you, Mitch McConnell? How much of that did you understand? Um, I don't know a lot of the... Politics stuff, the yeah. references. Yeah, I didn't figure you would. Although that was a great example of a perfect airing of grievances. He had a problem with Mitch McConnell. He insulted the guy. It was perfect. He said his face looked like it was melting, like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Do you know the scene in, in Indiana Jones? That he's talking about with the 
Face melting? I don't think so. We'll refresh you, but it's a glorious scene at the end where the bad guys finally open up the Ark of the Covenant that turns out to be a bad idea, and their faces literally melt off. It's really cool, especially when you're like four or five my age when I first saw it. And I can't even think of when it, when that happened. Yeah, it's at the very, very end of the film. It's all how all the bad guys die. Spoiler alert for a nearly 40-year-old film. Um, <laughs> but I think that was a pretty perfect airing of grievances. Dr. Zeus, thank you very much. F. Mitch McConnell in the A. I think what he's trying to say is Chipotle chicken is good. KFC chicken is bad, especially as leftovers. And that Star Wars was good. I haven't seen any of it. He referenced at least three movies. He referenced Bohemian Rhapsody. He referenced Elton John. The Elton John um, movie. What was that one called? I don't even know what the movie's called. I didn't see it. And then the new Star Wars film. Three films that I haven't seen. We'll get around to watching a movie again I eventually really, in our life. I really, we just finished a movie last night. We did, yeah, and Salt it only took us. <laughs> I bought that movie for you for your birthday. I gave that movie to you in, on September 29th of last year, and we finished it in January of the next year. I, I, I love your optimism, but here's my next fuck 2019. Fuck 2019 because. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. There you go, honey. High five. Uh, fuck 2019 because. We like stopped watching movies about halfway through. We slowed down. We okay. We but we slowed. It's weird way, what happens way down. when you have a baby. I'm not saying we don't have a good reason. You know, shit we happens. Have a very good reason. Shit happens. People get pregnant. You give birth, and it's harder to watch movies. But um, it'll come back. We'll get back to it's it. It's starting to come back in 2020. I think is going to be our year. We watched. We watched um, Endgame. We did. We watched Endgame. Three-hour movie. That was impressive. That was. We watched that one at home after Evelyn was born. You yeah. Mean. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. when we saw it in the theaters before, we didn't really have to worry about Evelyn because no. she was still inside you. No. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. It'll come back. It we've is seen, hard. We've seen exactly one movie in the theaters since Evelyn was born. Oh, is that more what your grievance is? That's kind of more my oh, okay. grievance is that, I mean, watching movies at home is cool too, but... I still like the experience of seeing it on a big screen, especially when it's brand new and I don't want to catch any spoilers online. So Which you go I see never it opening have a problem weekend. Of. That's because you never. don't go to the same websites as me. You exclusively go to like porn websites. And of course, those don't have any spoilers. How do you know? You don't know what I porn know. websites I go to. I know. Ujiz.com. I've, I've seen your browser never history. I've heard of that. I'm telling you what. They could see your browser history from space. If you shone a black light on your browser history, you could see it from space. It's that bad. Everybody, don't don't look at my wife's browser history. It's whew, You don't want that. So we have another one. We have yet another one. Let's move on to the next one. This one is from our homie in Portsmouth, Donnie Gates of Adulting with Donnie podcast. Fuck 2019. Fuck 2019 for a bunch of reasons. Probably reasons that most of you fucking forgot about. So I'm going to start with fuck 2019 because of Greta Thunberg, the the little teenager who thinks that she knows something about climate change and got an award for giving a, a, a speech that doesn't even, that doesn't change anything. She gave a little speech and said, you know, you've destroyed my hopes and dreams by giving a speech. Meanwhile, there's people out there doing real shit that has to do with climate change. They're doing real shit that has to do with cleaning up the environment, getting shit done around their neighborhoods. And this girl just gives a little speech and everyone, you know, pats her on the back and gives her awards for it. Next, the impeachment. I can't even tell you what a big 
waste of time this whole impeachment thing is. And everyone that's so excited about the impeachment, uh, did they not understand how it works? Like, you don't fire Trump and then get the position goes to the runner-up. Uh, you know, you're just going to end up with Mike Pence, which I don't care about that either. And and it doesn't matter. It's not he's not going to lose his job. He's he's probably going to win this year. He's probably going to get a second term. So fuck his impeachment. I mean, it's a waste of time. It's it's just it's not going to go anywhere. Area 51, that whole raid, the, they make a, a, a big deal in June, in, uh, June or July about yeah, raiding Area 51, and then nothing happens. Like, well, what, 200 people maybe showed up, and then they didn't even do anything, and they, you know, they said that there was going to be a million people going there, and then nothing happens. And I wasn't going to go, so, I mean, I guess, fuck me, right? I mean, I didn't have a dog in that fight. The rainforest fires that got buried in the news, do you remember that? Probably not, because you might not have even heard about it. There was a major rainforest fire in the Amazon, and hardly anyone heard about it. Where was Greta Thunberg about talking about that? Everyone is running for president in 2019. Everyone. Every, like There was, at one point, like 24 Democrats. And yeah, a few have dropped out by now, but there's still you know over 15 people running for president that aren't even aren't even viable candidates from the Democrat side. There's like four people on the Democrat side that are, that might make it the rest of the way. What are the rest of these people even doing? Why are they even bothering, um, grounding the Boeing 737? Remember after like four of those crashed into the ground and killed a few hundred people. And then they said, let's, let's take these things offline for a little while. Boeing is going to, they're going to, they might go under after this. I mean, there's going to be some serious lawsuits on Boeing. So fuck 2019 because Boeing couldn't keep a goddamn plane in the air. The Mueller report, going back to more Trump stuff, the Mueller report that showed no collusion with Russia, so then the, the Democratic Party just needed to figure out something else to be mad about. And I don't even identify Democrat, Republican. I don't even fall on either one of those aisles. I, I lean more libertarian. But Anarchist. I just hate seeing all the time that gets wasted on the Mueller report and now the impeachment. Lastly, for 2019, the fire Festival. Remember that? You can fuck Ja Rule and fuck that guy Billy. Fuck both of them for really not. screwing all those people. If you haven't watched that Netflix documentary, I highly recommend it. So fuck 2019. Let's move on into to 2020. Let's make this entire decade that's coming a better decade than what we just dealt with, than everything that went on in the last... I mean, I just covered a few things out of just 2019. There's an entire decade of bullshit that we just went through. So let's move into a new decade with better shit. I think Donnie knows what's up. He knows how much bullshit there is to complain about in 2019. So uh, how much of that did you get? Did you catch a lot of that too? Where some of the, I, f- I feel like the fire festival at least was kind of, you don't really remember that one. The fire festival? Is that yes. what, like, ja, he said Jaw Rule? Jaw Rule. I don't know anything about That was the only one I didn't know anything okay. about. And like the first guy, I mean, I was familiar, but I don't know the details. Yeah. I just don't follow politics. Yeah. But so at least with all the shit he said, I was, I was familiar with. I just don't have any strong opinions on yeah. the political stuff. Yeah. What about uh, Greta Thunberg, the teenage activist? Do you know about her? Did you see her on like Facebook, the memes and stuff? She she became fodder for some memes. Wait, isn't she the wait? Well, I was assuming it was the girl, the young girl. Yes, she's yes. A, yeah. I remember I I like read some CNN yeah thing on her. She was like voted oh time time person of the year. Person of the yeah, year. Yeah. There, there was a whole 
Yeah. Uh, there's a whole hullabaloo about that. That was just last month, I believe. It was December yeah. when they announced that she would be person of the year. And yeah. then some people really liked it. Some people were really upset about it. And for me, I don't give a shit about Greta. I don't I, either. I, I but if like, she's making some waves and if she's having any good impact, great. I feel like, though, when when she gets kind of made fun of, a lot of people are like, oh, you're not supposed to make fun of her because she's a teenager or whatever. And she's legit, legitimately trying to accomplish something good, which I, I understand. But uh, on the other hand, if you're going to come out as like a public persona, I'm going to put myself forth in pu- in the public sphere as a person who's doing whatever – I do feel like you sort of open yourself up mm-hmm. a little bit. You can't say that you can't criticize this 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. She is a teenager, and I do mm-hmm. think it is kind of low to like bash mm-hmm. her because it's it's a, a shitty thing to do. In my opinion, she's a mm-hmm. kid, but at the same time, I don't feel like she's off limits if somebody does decide Mm-mm. they want to make – because the, her face and all those memes is just perfect. I you know like the, the face memes. she's making? It's like the ultimate stink face. I'll show you one. She's making like the ultimate like, uh, you know, and so it was perfect for memes. And also she put herself out there as a public figure. So you you have to take the bad with the good. You, you The good mm-hmm. is your time person of the year. The bad is uh, fucking million memers are going to see your face and think, okay, this is good. Mm-hmm. I can make fun of you. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think she comes from... Like, her parents must have some cash, like, looking at who her parents are. So, it's also kind of like, you know, she's 16 and she's touring the world Yeah. on whose dime, you yeah. know? It's like, I, I guess it, it kind of, like, that kind of thing. It's like, how did she rise to such popularity? You yeah. know, there's probably a lot of young people who share her opinions, yeah. but they didn't have the means to go... Mm. And do all that she did. So it's. I think there's a lot of young people that are passionate about mm-hmm. things uh, like she is, the global warming, climate change, and even other things of that nature that kind of impact the world globally. Mm-hmm. I feel like Just when I like was 16, I was not talking, no. I was not addressing the it's, United Nations. I was. Yeah. So, like, how did she even get those? I don't know. It just feels like. Something was greatly paved in front of her. You for know, sure. she yeah. Had Someone paves the way for any child that gets, any young person that gets. Yeah. No sixteen-year-old organically gets into such a position. You have to have some help from people who can make that happen. So I guess it seems superficially inflated. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I definitely think there's better things to be upset about than Greta Thunberg. You know. I guess it. I guess it kind like of irritates grown, me a little bit because yeah. it's just like, well, what's the big fucking deal? Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Like, what is she really going to do? She just, oh, I don't think she does a whole lot. I don't know for sure, though. Yeah, like, is she... I like to give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she's doing something. Oh, you know, I did see that she she started some protests, and then there was, like, protests, blah, blah, blah. But, like, is that really going to impact? Yeah. I feel like maybe for a lot of people, it's just belly aching. Like... You know, yeah. there's. I'm sure there's kids out there. There's. I'm sure there's young Asian kids with 300 IQs that are like four times as smart as me that are inventing shit that can turn piss into sunshine and rainbows. You like you defecate into this box and then out pops a, a fully formed T-bone steak and it's like renewable. You know, like windmill. You know, you shit on a windmill and and suddenly an African village is powered with electricity for the next uh, six weeks. I don't know. I'm sure that there's some Asian kid coming up with incredible shit right now. And I kind of feel like 
you know, I feel like if you start a protest, if you represent a movement, I think that's valuable and that's worth something. But at the same time, I feel like I can complain. I got a microphone. I can sit here and bitch all day. Like, invent something, do something. You know, some folks have that role of, like, that leadership, though. And I think she represents a lot for people. I think that's why she was so popular. Mm, Yeah. I mean, we're talking about her, so. Yeah. Okay, so we also have a nice little one from our homie Cass right here. Do you want to hear from homie Cass? Let's. I'm doing this just to make Adam Simmons mad because I forgot to do it for his New Year's episode Uh or whatever that madness was. This is the homie casual from the Hood Diner podcast coming to you live from Tucson, from Tucson. Uh, Yeah, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year to Team Almi. Thanks, buddy. The baby. Everybody over there. And them. (laughs) Chris, you need to lay off that, bro. Anyways, uh, 2019. What did I hate about 2019? Having to readapt to the way people treat you. Or, you know, know, let let me rephrase that. Having to deal with people when you're self-employed and people always trying to, you know, finagle the bagel for a better price and having to haggle with people and just, it's crazy. And then you got new rivals coming in, undercutting you. So you got people always asking you, so, hey, bro, how much does it cost for this? And then you see that somebody else did it and then you ask them or you fi- you find out later eventually how much they charged and obviously it was like 15 20 bucks less than you did so what what is that is that like a hecklers no that's not hecklers business just uh undercutters that's how fuck the be. undercutters mm-hmm. and uh 2019 got to show your value bro trump that's the other part I'm there. Anyways, yeah, you know, it's 2020 now. <laughs> it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a better year. We're we're not giving uh we're not giving any fucks. We're gonna be fucking shit up. Yeah. Hopefully your twenty nineteen or your twenty twenty is better than your twenty nineteen. I hope that for everybody. So yeah, man. I don't know how long this is. Let's take a look. Two minutes, yeah. I think this is good. Team Almy, I love you, man. Homie Casual, out. Peace. So uh, on a scale of 1 to 9,999, Christina, how high do you think the Homie Casual was when you reported that? Oh, that's what it is. Yes. How many marijuanas do you believe that he had smoked? He definitely smoked. He had smoked a few. The Homie Cas stays high. I mean, Mm. that man... His middle name is Blazing Marijuana all day, every day. It's a, weird it's a name. long middle name. I can't believe his parents gave him that, but I've seen the birth they certificate. They smoke too. Yes, they smoke too. They passed that particular talent on to him. It's in his DNA. Mm-hmm. So his, his base pairs, instead of C and T, you know, the cytosine and guanine, he's got M and J base pairs. Cream. You want ice cream? Sorry, no can do. No ice cream for you. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Homie Kaz, for calling us. We appreciate it. Um, fuck all the people who try to undercut Homie Kaz. Mm-hmm. Look, Homie Kaz uh, does excellent graphic work, excellent website work. You know, you get what you pay for, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I feel like you want to oh, save a buck, you're going to 
you're going to suffer diminished quality. And there's always people who are going to, um, you know, have lower prices. You got to show show your value, show why mm-hmm. you're worth the higher price. Yeah, why are you worth more? And I think Kaz is worth more. I've seen his mm-hmm. work. I think he's worth more than other folks out there. Mm-hmm. Somebody you trying to bend Kaz over. We you can't lower your prices because other people are. You just got to do good work. Yep. Let the cheap high schoolers charge less. That's what mm-hmm. I think of when I think of like a professional has a certain price. When somebody says, oh, I'll do it for 20 bucks, I'm thinking like, what kind of work are you going to do? Like, are you going to do quality work? How long have you been doing this? How experienced are you? What's the turnaround going to be on this project? I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. y'all out there, trust the homie Kaz. He's a professional. And if you need any graphic work, video work, website work, that's the man to go to. He really is. Don't fuck around. Don't sleep on Cass. The next one I'm really excited about, mm. it's from the Wetskies. Oh, hey. Here's a little present. We're going to unwrap a little present from the Wetskies. Fuck 2019. Well, we got to say who we are. Oh, I'm the Duchess from Hashtag No Offense. Ooh, we're kicking it off. Hi, and Duchess. I am your co-host. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> I am your co-host. Uh, they call me Chris. I'm the Duke. No, your lunch. Fuck 2019 because of lunch. You don't like lunch? It's the middle. Uh, no, because they call you lunch. Yeah, I don't care. You're no fun. <laughs> Fuck 2019 because maybe in 2020 when we talk to Jason Elmy, his room will not be dark and his <laughs> hair will not be long. No, it's going to be long. But his bandana will always be rainbow. Yes. Why didn't you say strong? Strong. Strong. His room will not be dark. His hair will not be long. But his bandana will always be Strong. Strong. That's better. <laughs> it rhymes. I love rhymes. Also, hi, Christina. <laughs> Thank you. Are we using this? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'm just trying to talk. I don't really have a fuck 2019 because it wasn't a bad year. I don't believe so either. Here, do you want me to do something and you fuck can... 2019 because my mom died? Like, Yeah, don't do that. Right. Do you want me to do something and then you can build on it with me? I don't care. Okay. You guys should have um, What's up, team Elmi? Happy New Year. This is uh, Wetsky from Hashtag No Offense. I got my, my lovely wife, Dutchie, here. Hello. Uh, we're going to call in to say fuck 2019 because Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That's a good one. That is a great one, am I mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself, but he probably should have killed himself because he was a piece of shit that fucking kidnapped kids to okay, cut their you faces can, you off. Can stop. He cut their faces no. off mm-hmm. to get high off of the goddamn adrenochrome. It's out there, Melissa. I know you don't believe it. The reptilians are fucking real, and they're getting high off of little kids' fucking fear. That is sinister dark art shit and fuck 2019 because of it they're going to try to roll that shit into 2020 but we're not going to let them because epstein didn't kill himself but the best part about 2019 switching gears is the memes the epstein didn't kill himself how long memes. is it supposed to be it's going to be as long as it is it's going to be as long as it is <laughs> do you have anything to add would you do, do you have some sauce do you have like, some spice like to put I on do. top of Interact. jeffrey epstein's fucking rotting swinging corpse it's no like i did not that said, we love y'all. <laughs> InnerCirclePN.com. Fucking suck my dick from the side if you're nasty. Peace. Love you guys. Thank like you, Chris. And <laughs> that was the funny. Duchess. That was wonderful. I, I feel like I relate to the Duchess. I feel like you guys are like twins, kindred spirits. You guys both love derailing the fuck out of us. I like ice cream. You do like ice cream. Would you like to have some ice cream? It's our New Year's episode. Why not eat some ice cream into the microphone? That is like one of your particularly good talents. Fuck 2019 because my wife 
has begun eating ice cream directly into the microphone during our podcasts. So how about that for a fuck 2019? Mm, I guess so. I, I love that Chris brought up the Epstein thing. I also love that he brought up the Epstein memes because, you know, as much as we focus on the negative during this episode and how bad things happened in 2019, fuck 2019 because a bad thing happened, sometimes the the other side of that bad thing coin is a good thing. Sometimes a bad thing happens, but a good thing comes out of it. And I think Epstein was a bad, bad guy. I love how Alex Jones, Chris just went. I fucking love when he goes Alex Jones. And he's just, oh, he he, he channels it so well. But the, the thing that came, the good thing that came out of Epstein was the memes. There are some incredible Epstein memes that he didn't kill himself. They're all over the internet. All They're over. wonderful. I've even seen them. Even you're aware of those memes, which means a meme has really made it. <laughs> That's like meme fame. If my wife has heard of the meme, if she's aware of the meme, if the meme Im- infiltrates your Facebook feed, mm. that means that has that's a top tier meme in terms of fame. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you haven't heard of Michael Jackson, but you have heard of a meme. That means it's famous. I know who Michael Jackson. Is. Do you? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't he a TV guy? <laughs> Way to roll with that one, honey. Thank you. Good work. You've earned your ice cream. Do you want ice cream? We need to get some. Okay. Well, we have vanilla right now. I know it's vanilla, but... Well, I think it's almost gone, too. Oh, so you've almost wiped it out? Yeah. Fuck 2019, because we ran out of ice cream too much in 2019. We, we just every cannot keep it around. Yeah, every 48 hours, my wife is busting open a new pint. Thank you, uh, breastfeeding. So the opposite of that coin, though, is that... Your um, your breast milk volume has been prodigious, and it has fed our daughter, and she's grown, and she is healthy, and yes. we have Ben and Jerry to thank for it. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes. Okay. So, let's see. We got a few more of these. Let us crank through a couple of more. Oh, here's a real good one. This one's Jay Sandlin. He is a, um, he makes comic books. At... J-J-A-Y Sandlin, S-A-N-D-L-I-N. This is Jay Sandlin. You can find me at jsandlin.com, jsandlin underscore W-H-N on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. But right now, it is time for the 2019 wrap. Yo, yo, here we go. In 2019, things were vicious and mean. My taxes broke me, car fell apart at the seams. But the Avengers beat Thanos, the Jedi stomped Palpatine, I masturbated with lube instead of wasting gasoline. All that bullshit, I leave it behind. It's a new decade unlike any kind. Word. So um, That was fantastic. I think he's going to win for creativity. Mm. He's going to win the award for most creative fuck 2019 because... Uh, that was incredible. He didn't, he strayed from the format, but that's acceptable. You know, rules are meant to be broken. Fuck me. Fuck me. Right. That was super creative. That was also prime example of Caucasian Star Wars fan and dad attempting to rap. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty perfect. Which, Which I thought he did a pretty good job. I thought he did a wonderful job. So fuck Palpatine, fuck Thanos, I think is what he was saying. Also, fuck the fact that his car fell apart. It sounded like his car fell apart and he ran out of Vaseline. But he found some like actual masturbatory lube, something that was actually designed I didn't for... know he ran out of Vaseline. It seemed like he discovered 
lube in lieu of Vaseline. I don't think he ran out. Okay. Seemed like a purposeful switch. I, I, I like your perspective like that. Yes. I like that a lot. Jay, thank you for the lovely, lovely complaint about 2019 in the form of poetry. He's our lovely Shakespeare of this episode. Thank you very much, Jay. I think we have, uh, I think we've got one from Delvin here too. Do you want to hear what Delvin has to say? I do. What's up, all me and Mrs. All me? This is Delvin Cox, the host of the Delvin Cox Experience. He told me to call in and tell me the things that I just fucking hated about 2019. And while I'm always generally a positive person, I will say there are certain things that I hated about 2019. And they go as follows. I hate hearing the word fucking snowflake. That's fucking stupid. Stop saying it. Woke. If everybody's woke, people need to go to sleep. That's stupid as well. I hate the social justice warrior bullshit everybody's going on. It's annoying. Um, I hate people in general. <laughs> I don't know if that's a 2019 thing or that's an everyday thing. People can be very annoying, but um, but I love you, Albie. I love you and your wife. You guys are awesome. Um, love you back, buddy. No, no, that's it. Fuck off 2019. 2019 can suck a dick. 2020's here. Let's go. Get my fucking hoverboards that I wanted. When I was a kid, get my flying cars, cut the bullshit out. Delvin Cox experience, and we are out, bitches. That's a mood. That was a pretty perfect fuck 2019. Mm-hmm. Kept it really tight. He had some legitimate complaints. I love when he's like, I'm a pretty per- uh, positive guy, but also fuck people. Yeah, I hate people. <laughs> yeah, I hate people. So that was that was actually pretty perfect, though, uh, because he, he hit all the right beats. He said 2019 can suck a dick, and also... He's looking forward to the hoverboard. I, too, am looking forward to the hoverboards. I feel like Back to the Future 2 set a certain expectation for me as a very young lad that the future would contain hoverboards, and yet I'm not riding around on a floating skateboard yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit offended. Mm-hmm. I think I saw a meme about that. You probably, oh my God, you saw a meme? <gasps> I don't believe you. You're making that up. And it's about that or something. Maybe the Jetsons, too. Did the Jetsons... Maybe it was just Back to the Future. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, the Jetsons had a robotic servant named Rosie. And they Well, they had had flying cars. And so it said... They did, yeah. So it said there was something along the lines they were still waiting to see the flying cars or something. I'd love a flying car, but I kind of feel like even if flying cars existed... I mean, because they sort of do. Like a helicopter is sort of like a flying car. It's not an airplane. You can't go 35,000 feet in a helicopter, and you're not flying coast-to-coast in it. But, you know, you could take a helicopter across town pretty easily, but they're not giving us helicopters. A, Mm -hmm. a flying car would be way harder to to operate. Yeah, and then you'd have to have, like, you don't have a air traffic control with cars. You have that with airplanes because you need that Mm because people need to be coordinated the flights mm-hmm. need to be coordinated to make sure no one's landing on top of another plane mm-hmm. and planes aren't colliding as they take off or, and or land. you have to have some system like the roads yes so the the roads are good but you don't have you'd need people like monitoring us as we flew cars around to make well sure that's what i'm assholes. saying you, like the roads serve as the control because you it gives us the 
it gives us like the boundaries of where we can drive. We mm-hmm. have rules with the driving, you know, you stay on the side, stop signs, all that kind of stuff. You need something similar in the air, which yeah. would be never. Yeah. That's never going to happen. Yeah. And then you'd have, I mean, you'd have mass holes that were like driving instead of just driving around you like they do on, on the ground. If you're stopped because you're trying to make a turn or something, they'd be driving over you and under you. Yeah. Collisions would be happening all yeah, over the place, insane. left and right. Assholes would be getting themselves killed. Actually, I, I, I'm painting a lovely picture. I like the sound of this. Mm, yeah. Okay. So thank you, Delvin. Everybody go listen to the Delvin Cox experience. That was a lovely fuck 2019. Let's hear the next one in the bag. Hello, everyone. Hello, Team Almy. Hello, Team Internet. This Hello. is DJ from the Untrained Eye podcast. And I tried to think about what my grievances would be for the year 2019. And honestly, all of the personal grievances I have, I don't think I should put on the internet. But I do have at least one podcast grievance that has secretly bothered me for months now. And that is the PodCoin debacle. I, listen, there have been things that have happened after PodCoin that I probably should have gotten on board with. PodChaser. Kyrie, others, but I won't now because PodCoin has, they've poisoned the waterhole. I'll never go back unless enough people say I should, but not enough people say I should do the other stuff. So I'm not doing it. PodCoin, we put so much time and effort into you for nothing, clearly. And it's annoying. I don't know. For some reason, putting that same amount of effort into the podcast itself is okay because there's something that you can turn around and look at and be like, you know what, at least it's still there for all of us to see and enjoy and there's a body of work there. But now, now there's a section, a couple of months section of the show where a lot of us are talking about something that you can only find news articles about. There's no app anymore. There's no, there's basically no proof that it ever existed except for that chunk of time where we all were like, we're getting famous. We're doing it. We're getting real numbers. And we weren't. None of us were getting real numbers. I mean, I'm sure there are some of you out there that think what you got was what you should have been getting the whole time and you'll never admit that your numbers went down. But let's be honest, we all knew. We all knew. Like, that was really the only good thing about PodCoin going away is that we all knew the truth, and it going away when it did all of a sudden was like, okay, good. This wasn't like a slow burn, gradual, like, uh, are we something or are we not? Like, it's... uh that's it. It's done. We pulled the Band-Aid. It's, it's gone. It's vanished, and we can just all move on now. So... I don't know if Beth is going to send in one of these two, but uh, on behalf of Beth and I for the Untrained iPod, what? Nope, that's not what we're called. The Untrained iPodcast. Thank you for having us on, uh, Team Almy, and thank you for all of your support. Thank everyone who's listening for listening to your show, and uh, hey, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. So, um, do you remember me talking about PodCoin? Oh, for sure. But when he first said it, I was thinking Bitcoin. You were thinking Bitcoin? Yeah. I was like, no shit. But then when he said that, it went away. I was like, oh, wait, that's not Bitcoin. I was like, oh, wait, Pod? 
Podcoin. Coin. I remember um I remember that and I remember it went away. Yeah, everybody was upset. All the podcasters were upset when it went bye-bye. Because uh Podcoin somehow generated some pretty big numbers for everybody. And um I think there's been a lot of question about how maybe that happened. I have my pet theories, and I think John Buchanus uh, agrees with me that some of those listens, in fact, I believe that a majority of those listens were bot listens. Remember yesterday I was telling yeah. you about how the Indian click mm-hmm. farms work? Mm-hmm. I think that they employed a very similar mm-hmm. method. I think they used bots in a click form or click farm like fashion mm-hmm. to generate listens. They may not have needed to do the click farm thing. They may have just over-reported within their little app how many listens people were getting. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. I I just feel like there were some real users of PodCoin. Some real people did come into PodCoin and use PodCoin. But in order to make PodCoin appear as if it was very popular and there were a lot of users, at the beginning, I think they created a whole bunch of fake accounts. And I think... That gave the impression that Podcoin was popping off and it was going crazy, but I just don't think I, I, I don't think they're all real. I would look through. You can look at your listeners, like who's been listening to your show. I think Podcoin did some great things. They gave you some good insight into who's listening to your show. I can actually go see who my listeners are, who my subscribers are. I can see their profile so you images. Could see, you could. Yes, you can't anymore, but you could, which okay. is more. It's more visibility than I've ever gotten from anything like Spotify or or Apple or Google where you can actually see the image if they had an image up. And that was the problem is I saw users, multiple users with the same image. And I'd be like, well, is that Karen or is that Julie? Because that's the exact same damn photo Mm. that was used by two different human beings. They were sloppy. Yeah. So I saw a little bit of fuckery there. And that kind of made me, that really kind of sealed the deal for me. I was like, these aren't real users if they're using the exact same profile image. Totally. Like if Julie is using the same exact photograph as Karen, then I don't trust it. Karen. Karen. Thanks, Karen. And then- um, There's memes with Karen. There is. Yeah, Karen's- I knew that. Wow, 2020 is going to be your year. Yeah. Yes. Maybe I should become more informed. That'll kind of fuck a couple of your segments. But 40-year-old memer. That really will throw our format off, but I don't mind if you... No, become more informed. And um, I also think what also fucked with me is there was... They would report... Podcoin would report your daily listening. Mm -hmm. You know, how many hours had been Mm -hmm. listened to that day Mm -hmm. and then all time. And I saw it jump around one day. Like... If there's a certain, if you're counting minutes over the course of a 24-hour period, right, that number should never go down. It can only go up as more people listen, or it'll stay the same if no one else listens. Mm-hmm. So if someone listens to 100 minutes of shit happens when you party naked, they're not going to go and unlisten to those minutes. Mm-mm. 100 would never go back down to right. 50. But unfortunately, I did see that happen one day. I had checked it once in the morning, and I don't remember exactly what the figure was, but the number was X. And then when I checked it some hours later in the afternoon, instead of being X plus Y, it was actually X minus Y. It was lower than it was earlier in the day. Mm -hmm. And that also made me think, like, how does that happen? More Either no one else listens to the podcast for the rest of the day, in which case the number still equals X minutes listened, 
or other people do listen throughout the day in the interim, and it's X plus Y, but it can never equal X minus Y. That mm-hmm. can never be the case mm-hmm. because minutes don't go away. Mm-hmm. They would reset the next day, but mm-hmm. this was the same day. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I think Podcoin was a little fuckery, and I kind of I agree with DJ. Although DJ, I do think maybe um, once bitten, twice shy is not really the way to go. Maybe there is uh, a love for you out there. I mean. You know, you got to get back up on that horse sometimes. I think just because one relationship doesn't work out doesn't mean that everybody else out there is trying to break your heart. Mm -hmm. You might find the right one. So what I'm saying is that Kyrie.fm might be good for you. You know, it may not generate the kind of listens that Podcoin did, but at least they're not fake listens. At least they're real listens. Podcoin didn't actually generate. Yeah. Nobody got rich because of Podcoin either. There there are no podcasters that are like now... And what did you really lose? What did you really lose? I don't feel like we really lost anything, except for what DJ was saying, which is this inflated sense of self-importance mm-hmm. that some people did get from PodCoin. Mm-hmm. I think some people well, really maybe thought, gave you a, maybe it was an important part on your journey, <coughs> and maybe it gave you the confidence you needed to do something you did where you otherwise would not have had you not thought your show was... <laughs> doing however good it was doing from PodCoin. So maybe it was a necessary bump in your confidence. It was part of the journey. Yeah. I love your outlook. I hope that maybe DJ hears your words and then takes that into account and maybe get on Kyrie.fm. Their beta is still open, DJ. I can get you in. If you want me to hit Sidwin up, I'll hit Sidwin up. We can we can make that shit happen for you, bro. Um, are you ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. We got one. We got, a, we got a, just a couple more. Okay, so we're almost there. Tether here with a zero fucks given podcast. Fuck 2019 because there was not enough partying naked, mm. motherfuckers. That one was short but sweet. To and the point. I appreciate her sentiment because there's never enough partying naked. Mm-mm. And well, so I feel like we can tell what her 2020 will be like. I, I hope she does a lot of party naked. She, uh, Heather, I, we're going to mention later in the episode when I say all my thank yous at the end. I, I do want to mention her as well. Um, let's see here. We have uh, we have one from Riles Trudy, I believe. Let me uh, go ahead and cue that bad boy up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I almost choked to death drinking the last of that. So I had a small sip. Hey, shit happens when you party naked. It's me, Riley, from The Plunge. I'm here celebrating roommate Shane's birthday. 2019 is a wrap now. Things have pissed me off in 2019. Uh, Bills. Bills pissed me off. I'm not used to that. Um, uh, Post Malone. Not a fan anymore. I'm over it. I don't like Post Malone anymore. He pissed me off in 2019. Um, And Lady Gaga. I'm still just not a fan. And that's 2019. Have a great year, Team Almy. Thank you, Riley. I do appreciate that. I appreciate that he brought it back to pop culture. A lot of people have been politics. Um, Trump is bad or Greta Thunberg or whatever. Look, I'm glad that he kept it in the realm of pop culture. How do you feel about his fuck 2019? How do you feel about Post Malone? I can't say. Well, we watched him on New Year's Eve. Did, were you awake for that part? When Post Malone performed, he's the one oh, who that looks guy. like. Yeah. Okay. He, so what did? Okay. So now I know who that he is. Sort of looks he has like, the face tattoos. Yeah, he looks like his dad's a rabbi, but he Oof. grew up with a lot of. Tupac. He looks like a damn mess. 
Yeah. So what is? He looks really did, smelly. He looks like he smells. He does look God, smelly. he looks like he stinky. He doesn't have good hygiene. No, he looks And gross. he had a horrible presence. Like, why have a guy who can't interview on live TV, yeah. he said a couple times, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, he's like, I got like, nothing to say. How embarrassing. Like, why would you pick somebody like that? And then on his performance... He was so obviously lip syncing. Yes. Yeah. Which was so irritating lip to watch. A lot of auto tune. It is irritating. You know, there are homeless people on <laughs> a street corner right now that are playing a, a musical instrument. They're probably shit faced on, on vodka out of a plastic bottle, but that maybe even more proves their talent. There's a homeless guy with a three legged dog playing a guitar right now that is making a better musical performance than. Mm. Post Malone did, and many of the other lip syncing motherfuckers on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade mm-hmm. and Dick Clark's yeah, that really annoys New Year's me Rock and Eve. And it's like, what are you doing? You're out here, you're getting paid, you're, you're talking into a dead mic while uh, the studio version of your most popular track plays on loudspeakers behind you. This is ridiculous. Anybody yeah. can do this. You're a glorified mime. It just makes me wonder what they're at. Like, do they have a talent? Are they just, are they just, um, a result of what you know their producers can do. Yeah, I think, and I just find that really annoying. It may be a little bit um, conspiratorial of me, maybe a little cynical, but I do believe that Post Malone was a part of the New Year's Rocking Eve show, which was broadcast on what channel is that? Like NBC? I think that was NBC. Mm-hmm. But I think they have certain agreements with, like certain. Did um, you just say with? With, with. Okay, it have, sounded like you said with. No, not with, with. <laughs> Pronunciate. Thank you. Sound like you said with. With. They have agreements with certain uh, recording labels and stuff like that. So it's more about getting exposure for certain Dumbasses. acts. Yeah, and it's not about this is mm. the most talented person or mm. this person's going to hang out with Ryan Seacrest because. He's eloquent and he has a lot to say and it's going to be entertaining. It's more like, well, this is Post Malone. He's popular and we want the kids to watch this shit. Because how many, I mean, seriously, Post Malone appeals to how many 40-year-olds do you think? Like zero or pretty close to zero? So Post Malone mostly- 40-year-olds. This is what I'm saying. Hear me out. Hear me out, honey. Follow me. I know. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with 40-year-olds. I'm saying that the audience of Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve with Ryan Seacrest skews a little older. Like Post Malone, his audience is like, what, 20, 21, 22, 18, 17? They're young. Mm-hmm. They're, they're too 20s. young for New Year's Rock and Eve. Yeah, because they're Did not you watch New Year's, New Year's Rock and Eve has been on well, for 60 years. Did you watch it when you were 17? I didn't. I didn't give one fuck about it when I was 17. I don't know. I'm sure there's a... I, I agree. It's a bell curve, and that's not under the curve. I, I Okay, so... There's likely, there's likely some yeah. people. What I am... What I think I... What I am trying to communicate is that having Post Malone feature so prominently on New Year's Rock and Eve was an attempt to capture in some of the youthful audience that they don't mm. naturally turn, tune mm-hmm. into that show regardless. Because mm-hmm. when I was 18, 19, 20, I was not watching New Year's Rock right. and Eve. I was out getting fucked up. I wasn't yeah, sitting here at home. They're with their friends and they're yeah. out yeah. doing stuff. So um, also, what about Lady Gaga? What, what do you feel about... I'm confused as to why that came up. Yeah. I guess I he like just... Her. He doesn't like her. I like her too. What can I say? She's talented. I didn't think so when Poker Face came yeah. out. I've I, li- thought, I like her now that she's... I feel yeah. like she's... 
matured and yeah. more of her artistic self has come out. I, I always feel like their first CD, mm, that feels really yeah. produced and whatever, but I always feel like the subsequent CDs really is more who that artist is. I think Bad Romance was also on her first CD, I think. I don't know if it was on the same with Poker Face. I remember when Poker Face hit and it was like a I big thing. I didn't care much for Poker Face, and I thought she was going to be a flash in the pan. I thought the song was silly. I thought she was silly. But then um, a few more, like Bad Romance was the one that I was like, okay, this person's actually got some like wicked good talent. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to stick around because mm-hmm. she and, – and it turns out she did. She's in A Star is Born. That, mm-hmm. that came out in late 2018, I think. Anyway – She's like huge now, and I'm I'm down with Lady Gaga. I don't. Didn't that movie come out last year? No, I think it came out late 2018. Hmm. So I think it actually qualified okay, for the okay, 2018 okay. Academy yeah, Awards, yeah, yeah. and it was nominated, I think, for several uh, in the 2019 Academy Awards. Anyway, I appreciate Riley's uh, references to pop culture and bills. What do you think about bills? Fuck bills. Welcome right? to being an adult. Yes, that is. Uh, that That's is part cute of the that he just got there. Yeah, it's part. Well, he just turned 23. You know, Riley just turned 23, like, I don't know, a couple days ago, a week ago? No, I didn't know that. Well, he did. He just celebrated his 23rd birthday. I know. You know, honestly, on the one hand... years younger. Yeah, on the one hand, I'm jealous because, like, wow, wouldn't it be cool to be 23 again? But on the other hand, it's like, wow, that's so many years of, like, reality dicks. Like, that's a lot of reality dicks that are coming. Like, Oh, you mean he's going to... Yeah. yeah. It's just real life. Like real yeah. life has its ups and downs. Like that's yeah. the whole premise of this episode that we're saying, fuck 2019 to the downs that we had last year. Mm-hmm. We we just described, we lost friends. I lost two friends last year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that that's not easy and that does hurt. And so I feel like um, that's the one bad thing about being young is that you have all of these downs. You have a lot of ups ahead of you too. Like there's a lot of, mm-hmm. like Riley might get married. Riley might have kids. Riley might build a bigger house and and move and you know like Riley's got a long he's got a lot of time ahead of him to just his whole life like he's got a lot of ups mm-hmm. and downs ahead and I hope more ups than downs I hope his ups are wonderful I hope he's you know I wish that for everybody though I hope everybody has that wonderful time but man to be that age again you know what I mean to be mm-hmm. 23 what was I doing at 23 I think I was finishing my second degree at 23 I do Yeah believe. I was in college too Yeah it's just wow you know It's a different world such a different world. All right, we got uh, one more here. This is our last one. This one is from our good friend Adam Simmons. What podcast is Adam Simmons a part of? Simmons and more. Yeah. What's the um? What's the acronym? I don't know. Some hashtag Sin NPC. Sin NPC. Hashtag Sin NPC. Yeah. Is it, what is it? <laughs> hashtag Sam PC. I'm sure he'll say. Hashtag Sam PC. Christina, Jason, Team Almy, how are you motherfuckers? It's Adam Simmons from the Simmons and More podcast. And if it sounds like I'm recording this in the shower, well, it's because I am. I just wanted to come on your show while I was completely naked and having water run all over my body, washing away this terrible year to say, fuck 2019. Not only did all of the bad shit ever happen, but I actually, no, that's not true. I did great this year. I'm single. I have more money than I've ever had before. I mean, I did get closer to Chris Wetzke and Jason Almy and Riley Trudell from the Trudell and Marku podcast. So that, I guess, is pretty terrible. 
Um, I almost shit my pants twice. Almost. So fuck that, you know? But that being said, I mean, overall, it's just a shitty year. I didn't try and kill myself yet. Uh, but I still got time, guys. So uh, see you at my funeral. <laughs> Don't do that, buddy. Yeah, so uh, Christina raised her eyebrows when she found out Adam is single. Aww. Yeah, so him and Mel are not together anymore. Not that we even knew. I mean, I didn't. We, we didn't know her. We didn't meet her when we were up there or down there. I should say. But when we were when I when we were in New Jersey, it seemed like they were a pretty tight couple, and yeah. seemed like they were on their way to um, saying some vows. Is what I. It was kind of the impression I took. Yeah, I th- I think that was uh, I think that was the direction they were going in until Bruce Willis became a customer at Mel's. Tattoo shop, and I think Bruce Willis just fucked that up for everybody. Yippee ki motherfucker, that whole thing. So, mm-hmm. um, Adam, thank you very much for calling. He uh, called while in the shower, so I actually sent him a message back to use on his show while I was in the bath. Do you want to hear that message? Okay. Hey, yo, motherfuckers. Jason Almy here from Shit Happens When You Party Naked, part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network, bitches. How was my 2019, you ask? Well, it was pretty fucking good. Let me tell you how successful it was. I'm literally sitting here in a giant fucking bathtub right now. You hear that splish splash in this motherfucking bath? Hell yeah. I'm sitting in a motherfucking bathtub, like goddamn Scarface or some shit, surrounded by piles of my fucking money, while your mother is stuffing caviar up her own ass for me to eat in about five minutes. So... I'm going to clean my nutsack off because I'm about to lay that shit across her fucking eyes like Arabian goggles style. I had a balling ass fucking 2019. I'm about to go light a cigar with some fucking hundos, bitches. Uh, I wipe my ass with that shit. Fuck all of y'all. If y'all don't listen to shit happens when you party naked in 2019, I'm giving y'all another chance. 2020, y'all better get up on the Schweipen Express, motherfuckers. All aboard, bitches. 2020, I'm fucking coming at you, domes. You ain't no shit. Skrit. That was a nice little noise. Thank you. I uh, I thought he recorded one in the shower. I should record one in the bath, and uh, so I did. I was I was legitimately in the bathtub when I recorded Possibly that. Possibly in Atlanta. Definitely in Atlanta. Yeah, we were in Atlanta. I was in the bathtub. Had my feet kicked up. Mm-hmm. Felt nice. It was it was very relaxing and relaxful. I should have taken a bath. So, honey, do you have a Fuck 2019 complaint for us. Mm. It's down to you and me. It's down to the last ones. I know I sprinkled a few in throughout the episode as people reminded me of things that annoyed me. But do you have anything that you want to complain about 2019? It can be as pedantic. It doesn't have to be big or profound. It can be pedantic. It can be unimportant. Just something that annoyed you. Something Mm. that I did maybe. What did I do that annoyed you? Mm. Is that list too long? Um... You know, I was just, I've been on this show now for a little bit. I should have been thinking. You should have, yeah. I knew we were doing the show. Yeah. Um, how about, um, really kind of fuck 2019 for the lack of time. I feel like, mm. you know, we just don't have enough time, I feel like, anymore. And that's been really hard. Yeah. I think there were a lot of changes Yeah. last year and... Some are kind of smoothing out. I feel like we're getting used to having a kid, but 
not used to, you know, like an eight o'clock bedtime for myself <laughs> um, is a little challenging. That is not hyperbole. Yeah. Um, kind of shortens the day a little bit. Um, it, fuck being sedentary. I feel like hmm. I've never been so unfit um, since I started working out like uh, a couple decades ago. So that's kind of challenging. Yeah. Um, fuck our... Um, century goal for 2019 we failed miserably just fuck that bike all, all all around yeah turns out maternity leave was my most active period now i can't get any activity in so that's annoying um and i actually agree with um but riley said fuck bills i agree because i feel yeah. like since baby things have changed and so the bills have been a little bit more stressful even though fine but I wish we didn't have as many. So I yeah. guess that's my list. That's a great I guess list. once I started, it just kind of started flowing. Yeah, I think you could go maybe like another 15 minutes, 20 Probably minutes. could. Yeah. Don't let me stop you. No, that's okay. We'll stop there. Okay. Well, I think fuck bills. I think you had a good point about how just the time goes. It goes faster the older you get, too. I mean, that's another thing about being Riley's age that I maybe I envy about being 23 is that when you get older, it's like time just accelerates mm. and it doesn't ever really slow down. It just goes faster. Like each year is shorter than the previous year because it's just. Maybe you're so busy. You just, yeah, that doesn't help. I mean, the fact that you're so busy. I mean, I think back to when I was a teenager, I think back to like vacations. Like we just got off the holidays. So, okay, it's a, it's a New Year's episode. Of course, the holidays were just last week and. I feel like when I was on a holiday vacation when I was 15, a two-week period felt like forever. But now it's like blink and it's it's time to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And But it's like I wasn't having to worry about putting up decorations, pulling down decorations, buying stuff, wrapping everything, booking plane tickets to travel to Atlanta and all of this stuff that just you stay so, so busy. Mm-hmm. And of course, like... Time is done in a blink. You're like, mm-hmm. what? We'll be laying down for bed one at, at night, and and we'll look at each other and be like, where did today go? Like, mm-hmm. it's just over. It feels like I just woke up, and now it's 10 p.m. and we're laying down trying to get some yeah, shut eye before. It's pretty our wild. Yeah, it's just it's crazy how fast it goes. So I second that. Um, fuck 2019. Let's see. I should have. And I also think like when you're at this age, you don't want time to go too fast. Like, okay, now I'm just getting older. Kind of want to slow down. When you're younger, yeah, you like want to get older so you're you're like okay let's you know hurry up time i want i want to hit this age i want to hit this age and in your 20s i mean you're just like finally living life so it's like oh i don't even know what time it is doesn't really matter and then all of a sudden your 20s are over yeah and then you just want shit to slow down a little bit yeah you would like it doesn't slow down and it doesn't yeah so fast it's crazy and work and stuff it's just all the responsibilities of life just they yeah. They add. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it'll slow down when we retire or something like that, and we'll have time to put puzzles together or something, but it's just, you know. It's wild. It's rough. It is rough. So um, let's see. What do I want to complain about? I feel it's odd to feel like I don't really have a complaint. Well, you've already sprinkled your complaints in throughout the I have, episode. But I still feel like I should end with one. I feel like I should put one down on the table. I already said my serious one about... My friends passing away and a few silly ones along the way where I agreed with some of the other folks. But I do want to say fuck 2019 because 
that was the year that the streaming services really exploded. I know that it's not like the year that there was a second streaming service, but it's like the streaming services. Mm. Now there's like a billion of them, right? used to be just Netflix. Everything was on Netflix and you only had to subscribe to Netflix so you could get rid of cable. I had cable for many, many years and cable came with on-demand viewing, which was very similar to having Netflix or any of the other streaming services. But the problem with 2019 is that that was the year that everybody decided they had to get in on it. The business model decided, they decided it worked. So now everybody's got to have one. It's not just Netflix. You got to have Netflix because you want to watch one of the Netflix original movies. You want to watch Nailed It or something like that. You got to have Netflix. But then you also got to have Hulu because you want to watch The Family Guys and the South Parks. And then you also got to get Disney Plus because that's the only way you're going to get to watch the Marvel shit and the Star Wars shit. Frasier got pulled off of Netflix just on January the 1st, just the other day, on January the 1st, Frasier got pulled off of Netflix. I'm still burnt because of that. That's going to the Peacock, the new NBC streaming service. So the problem is we wanted to get rid of cable because it was expensive and because there's a gajillion channels and you couldn't keep track of shit and you had to have 50 channels just to get all of the programming that you wanted. It's just so stupid. When Netflix came along, it aggregated all of the programming into one spot. It was great. But now everybody's taking their toys and going home. They say, fuck you, I'm taking my ball back and I'm going home. So NBC takes Frasier and 30 Rock off of Netflix. Now I got to go get this Peacock service because I want to watch 30 Rock and Frasier. I got to get Disney Plus because I want to see the Marvel stuff. If you want Star Wars stuff like The Mandalorian, like Dr. Zeus mentioned, you got to get Disney Plus. You got to have Hulu. You got to have Amazon Prime because you got to see The Boys. The Boys is worth it for Amazon Prime. You got the HBO Now or HBO Go, whatever it's called, if you want to watch Watchmen and His Dark Materials. So all of this stuff I'm interested in, but you know what? I I refuse. I put my foot down. I refuse. I'm not going to pay 12 bucks a month times eight different services because guess what? That's cable all over again. It's cable all over again. Fuck it. There were several years, Christina, the early years of our relationship, the first three or four years that we were together. How many DVDs did I buy a year? I probably don't want to know. Well, really, the number is very close to zero because everything was on Netflix. I didn't need to buy DVDs. Gotcha. But now I feel like it's more cost effective for me to simply go buy the physical media that I want instead of subscribing to uh, eight or ten or a dozen services yeah. at ten bucks, twelve bucks a month. Wow! Well, because I can just go buy the media that I want. I don't want to have eighteen different services. I want everything in one place. So fuck twenty nineteen. Well, and so then it also lends to. I have one other complaint is is fuck two thousand nineteen for the high level of being plugged in. Like, oh my God, mm. it drives me insane. And so maybe this is also like, maybe we need to take a step back and maybe we're too plugged in, you know? Maybe we just need to have a single um, streaming channel, whatever. And then that's just one part of our, you know, entertainment Um you know, buffet, whatever, you know, but maybe it's re- the idea of even having multiple streaming um, avenues just hurts my head. It's like, mm. why do we even need that? Like, yeah. we don't need to, ha- like, TV should not be such a central part of our day to day. 
And mm-hmm. so I like the prohibitiveness of of the money because we're not going to pay for it. But, yeah. but we shouldn't anyways. Like you don't need yeah. multiple. Well, the thing is, it's not like we couldn't afford it. You know what I mean? It's, no, right. It's, if it's 10 different services and they're 10 bucks each, that's $100 a month, which is more than I want to pay, but certainly not something that would like... It's not something that's... I wouldn't pay it. Well, you wouldn't. You're a cheapskate, and I love you for that. Well, and I just... The value I place on it is Your less than $100. Your name is Scrooge McChristina. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the value is low for you. So, yes, and not only that, but fuck 2019, because people need to read books more. Read a fucking mm-hmm. book, people. Yeah, that's what I'm right? saying. There's other avenues to be entertained. TV will melt your brain, okay? There's other avenues to be entertained. You can mm-hmm. read a book. You can learn something. You can expand you your vocabulary. Listen to a podcast. There's a novel fucking idea. Play Candy Crush. Uh, that I think on? counts though, right? Because what level you on? Candy Crush is a digital distraction on your telephone. Are you Weren't on you saying what people level? need to be? But people need to be more. I know. I totally disconnected, agree. right? And my especially uh, my, my level husband. Is, my level is irrelevant. It's not that impressive. I'm just on level thirteen hundred something. <laughs> Candy Crush, it's not that impressive, okay? It's not something that I want to brag about. I'm on like level 310. On the internet. Yeah, Elliot was on level 21 over Christmas, my my younger brother Elliot, and he was playing and he failed level 21, and I just look over and I'm like, you're pathetic. <laughs> he was like, fuck you. That was pretty funny. Uh, so next up, I want to um, say thank you to a whole bunch of folks uh, that have really helped us out with this podcast. So let's take a quick break. Let's refill our beverages and let's come back. And I want to spend the latter part of this podcast reflecting on the people that have really made 2019 a good year for shit happens when you party naked. I want to end on a positive note. Agreed. All right, let's take a quick break. Hey everyone, this is Steve. And this is Adam. And we're part of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Pittsburgh's number three craft beer podcast. Join us every Friday for new beer reviews. We'll talk about the news, history, and homebrewing. Plus, we'll sit down with the best brewers and industry personalities that'll have us. So whether you're a casual drinker, a hazy boy hophead, or even if you're a whale hunting cellar hoarder, just search Hop Nation USA on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher and join the nation. And now for a special message from Skullfucker of Man Brain Podcast. Ra! Skullfucker here. One of Tiffany's daddy doms, Jason, has asked me to send him a year in review for his show called Getting Up the Duff When You Get Maggoted in the Nutty. But you ain't getting this Skullfucker Gold exclusive, Jason. It's got to also be released on the much larger Man Brain Podcast channel on the much, much larger Not Safe for Work Podcast Network. Remember that network? The one you mutinied from to go on to bigger and better things? How's that been working out? It's got a fucking cane. The Dave is a Vegemite-licking cripple loser, but still manages way, way more downloads. Look... I don't fucking get it either, because we can all agree that I, skull fucker, should be number one. I'm as loud and as obnoxious as that Carl from Who Are These Podcasts, but I don't spend an hour licking Anthony Cumia's behind-the-scenes guy E-Rock's asshole. But here goes with 2019 in review. 
2019 totally fucking sucked little Johnny Howard's taint because my country, Australia, is on fucking fire. Not the metaphorical good fire like when I'm kicking Uncle Randy's ass in the MMA ring. No, Australia is literally on fire. Five million hectares have been scorched, which is an area large enough to engulf in flames every dumbest dog shit anthropogenic climate change denier, including many of my fucking dumb close friends and family. Fellow man brainiacs, I'm sure you agree that they have to burn in literal hell so that the rest of us have a chance of surviving and making a future for humanity and beyond. 2019 totally fucking sucked, but 2020 will be glorious. Yes, I will soon be taking matters into my own wheels on this so that I can at least say that I personally pissed the fuck out of way more people than that Greta fucking Thunberg chastiser with a carbon footprint larger than Rebel Wilson's elephantine hoofs. Hey, Tom Hooper, why the fuck did you think it was a good idea to have a literal elephant in a room full of cats in the movie remake of the musical remake of the T.S. Eliot drug-fueled bestial fever dream? The worship of fat, talentless cunts like Rebel Wilson and Russell Crowe is another sign that it's time to do something to save the world in a manner as cantankerous as possible. And yeah, I fucking saw that Rebel Wilson has lost some weight. But don't worry, she'll put it all back on and then some. And then some. Skullfucker out. Rah! Ooh, and here's a late submission from Brooke and Randall from Married as Fuck Podcast. Hello, we're Brooke and Randall from Married AF. Hi. And fuck 2019. Here's why. Because we got duped with Garbage Kitchen. We got one taste of the greatest show to never grace the reoccurring role of audio and video (laughs) podcasting. And then it died. You're real hurt about that. I'm really glad that show had the most promise of anything. I'm glad I got to take part in the one and only maiden voyage and funeral of garbage kitchen um i say fuck 2019 because we never did get pregnant again before i turned 40 that's true not for lack of trying though yep and uh now you'll be 41 soon yes sir i say fuck 2019 because we spent a million dollars Bought a new house. We went to Disney. And went to Disney. For a week. Then we came back and said, I know how we get this train going. Let's buy a new house yeah. <laughs> and hemorrhage more money and then still go to the beach for a week and football camp and all that. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good shit. It's, uh, it's definitely good stuff. Uh, fuck 2019 because everybody in the world is a big crybaby bitch, and this year really highlighted that. Yes. Uh, when it, it's gotten so bad that I can't barely stand to hear about Donald Trump. People have definitely lost their shit over this guy, and thus made him the most powerful man <laughs> on planet Earth. <laughs> he controls more people 
by keeping them miserable, uh-huh. then I think people realize they need to take their lives back. Take it back. Take. Sh- <clears throat> yeah. Fuck 2019 because. People wanted to stab each other over chicken sandwiches. Yes, yes they did. A lot. And it's a great chicken sandwich. It's delicious. God damn it. Shout out to Popeye's. And I'm all for an occasional one-on-one fist fight Mm -hmm. over the chicken sandwich. But Mm -hmm. stabbing and throwing people on their heads and shooting guns. No bueno. Mm -hmm. Fuck 2019 for that. Oh, I got a good one. Fuck 2019 because you built that giant fucking throne and brought it up into... Our new podcast in our new house. Yeah. It is big and heavy. And gaudy <laughs> and obnoxious. And yes. <laughs> Fuck 2019 because Uncle Randy was born. God, yes. And that guy has <laughs> taken on, he has had quite a journey, <laughs> goddamn. Oh, my. I mean, full, run the gamut. People love him or hate him. Poor guy, just trying to help people. I know. I love him, of course, but I also can't stand all the goddams and the yelling. All the yelling. You think you can't? <laughs> I talked to him the other day, and he was doing a video in his truck and literally lost his voice <laughs> for a second. Like, had to relax for a while. Don't fuck 2020 already referring to yourself in the third person. Well, well, it's 2021. <laughs> but All right. Other than that, we got really uh, don't have much to complain about. Uh, Except for one thing, Fuck 19, because we did not see Team Almy enough. We got to bookend our year with visits with them, which was lovely. And we need more Almies in our life. Yeah, we need to meet more of the great people we've met in podcasting uh, face-to-face. So hopefully in 2020, we can meet some more of you uh, fuckers in person. Um, and I'm sure they'll be as yeah. charming as the Almies. Well, not quite. Indie Podcasting good. Retreat 2020. Yep, let's do it here in Atlanta. Come to us. You <laughs> of come course. to us. We just bought the house. We are in debt <laughs> to our tits. So come here. Thank you. Fuck 2019. Fuck 2019. Holla. <laughs> We're back, motherfuckers. I got plenty of white. Uh, I almost said. <laughs> I almost said I got plenty of wife in my coffee. I got plenty of coffee in my wife. She is going to be turned up for our last little segment because we got motherfuckers to thank. Yes. Yeah, we got motherfuckers. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I got boogers. Let's just blow that nose real good okay, real, real quick. We're back, motherfuckers, and I got plenty of wife in my coffee, also <laughs> coffee in my wife. She's well caffeinated because we got motherfuckers to thank. Yes. Yeah. It's a good 2019. So it was a good 2019. I mean, we complained about it for the last hour, but... We really we had a good year too, and we got people who were a part of that that mm-hmm. we want to recognize. Yes, we do. Turns out I'm a little sentimental, so a lot sentimental. Yeah, the end of the year comes around, and I'm like, ah, oh, we should thank these people. I'm thinking back, and I'm thinking about just all the podcasts that we've done, and all the folks that have come and been on ours. So let's uh, let's start by recognizing some folks. Let's do it, bro. Do you know who I got first on the list? No, your papa. Oh, right. big Earl. Yes. He came on a couple and of Bud weeks Light. ago. Yeah, well, we, we have to thank Bud Light as we're thinking. I think in his acceptance speech, he would have to thank he Bud Light. He would have to thank Bud Light. He'd say, I owe it all to Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, 
Um, he drinks a fuck ton of Bud Light. And he came on uh, a couple of weeks ago, talked about conspiracies, helped me educate you on the GFK-related, mm-hmm. assassination-related conspiracy theories. My dad likes conspiracies. Yes, he and I both do. And so that's going to be fun. I, I look forward to 2020, mm, us both kind of, of those. yeah, a, a occasional education for you on the various conspiracy theories. I think maybe 9-11 should be our next one. Mm, my brother should come on for that too. Yeah, PJ He's would love that, that show. Stuff. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That'd be a really good episode. Yeah. Um, Joanne, your mama, big girl's wife. Mm-hmm. We're watching Evie while oh, we yes. podcast. Oftentimes she is our babysitter. She's mm-hmm. our illegal. She really should thank us. She should thank us that she gets yeah. to spend time with Evie? With her child, yeah. Yeah. So she should hope that we... Say so you're welcome, Nana. Yeah, you're welcome, Nana. <laughs> She's the reason we've been podcasting more lately, guys. Yes. So everybody owes Joanna big thanks, and Joanna owes us a big thanks, and we owe Evie a big thanks. So cheers to that. Cheers. We also had a Buddhist on our show early in the year, Valerie Mason John. I remember her. Vimala Sara, you remember her. Yeah, she actually, I think you were the one who found I her. I was. I, I have to give my wife full credit for finding Vimala Sara. Yeah, um, I, was, I was actually surprised she said yes. I was a little surprised she said yes, too. And I, I honestly, I think if she had heard the podcast first... She probably wouldn't have said yes. Yeah, she might not have. But she was like an open book. I mean, we. She was an open book. I remember her that we didn't have to ask her a lot of questions. She really, you can tell she's told her story a lot and she does this a lot. And she really just, you know, it was almost comical that we really didn't have to ask any questions. We didn't have to probe her. She just like told her, told us her really intense. Fucking intense, story. intense. Like that was one of the more intense guests yeah, I think we've had for sure. And we were just along for that intense ride. Yeah, yeah. They ought to make a movie out of that. Uh, it's called Salo, uh, 120 Days of Sodom or whatever. I think you can find that one online, guys. We also had Sally Cohn on the show. She is the author of The Opposite of Hate. She's mm-hmm. a commentator for CNN. She was visiting University of New Hampshire, and she graciously appeared on our show. You didn't get to meet her, right? I didn't. You wanted no, to. I wanted to, but... She didn't get to meet her. Yeah, I mean, that was... You were pregnant, and shit was getting real, and so I didn't get to go. I was going to go and, and actually shake her hand and thank her in person for appearing on the podcast, but I have to... When was she here? What what, what month? April, I think. Oh. I think it was early in the year. real. We were just being pansies. Mm, that could be true as well. Yeah, because we still had like four months. No, yes. Yeah, we months. still had a few months left, yeah. but I don't know if... It was you know, scary. Yeah. It was intense. It was intense. And so um, she also said I was hilarious. Mm. So I don't think she was just blowing smoke up my mm-hmm. ass because it, it... Well, you are funny. Thank you. And that that supports my like personal worldview that I am hilarious. You are funny. So I think you're funny. When people tell me that I'm funny, I appreciate it because it's like... It's like the confirmation bias I need. Yeah, it reinforces my delusions. <laughs> so I appreciate that, everybody. Sally Cohn, go check out The Opposite of Yeah, hate. I actually really liked her. I like yeah. the ideas. I like what she does. I do I do as well because it's a lot about like just being nice to people. Yeah. Even if you don't agree with them. And I don't think there's very much of that. I feel like there's less of that now. I feel like it's more acceptable to write someone off because you disagree politically you could say, well, fuck mm. that guy. I don't care if he is my uncle. I don't mm. like him anyway. You There's know what I mean? too much of that. It's too much of that. I just don't agree with that. You know, and I, you don't have to. I don't think you have to agree with every single person's politics as long as they're not, I don't know, if they're not in the KKK, if they're not mm-hmm. neo-Nazis supporting um, the Holocaust 
and like a new genocide of all the Jews, I think, mm-hmm. you know, just because they don't dig on welfare or they, they, they want to, I don't know, they don't dig on socialized health care or something like that, and you do, I don't think that's like a good reason to stop talking mm-hmm. to somebody. And it's also like my, my thought is they're all opinions, yeah. which means you might be right, you might, or there's no right and wrong. It's yeah. just what you think based off of whatever experience, et cetera. And we all have our own opinions and yeah. we're all, you know, I have my opinions, you have yours, and we're all t- entitled to our own Let's opinions. Let's fight about it. Let's fight so about it. It just I makes think no fucking sense. You touched on something there because I think people don't always feel like what they think or believe is necessarily an opinion and that there mm. is another correct way. I think mm-hmm. we buy into our own, and everybody does this. I'm not singling anyone out. I think we all buy into our own beliefs and we think certain things are self-evident. It's like, it's so obvious, right? Like what I think should be done mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. it's the obvious solution. So anybody mm-hmm. who disagrees with me is either, they either have some nefarious motive or they're nefarious. insane. Nefarious. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, I'm dropping vocab words on y'all motherfuckers. I got caffeine in my wife. Mm-hmm. I got wife in my caffeine. <laughs> so um, in 2020, y'all, let's let's be cool, okay? Let's just try to get along. Let's try to meet in the middle and let's try to... Uh, Peace, not, y'all. Yeah. Let's just try to get along with our family members even if we don't agree on the, all the same politics. Yeah. Epic film guys. I want to thank you guys for having us on the live stream for The Cure. Yes. Do you remember that, honey? I, do. I think I traumatized you. Yeah, the 30 minutes of sandwich oh rant. My God, fuck yeah. you, Publix. Well, honestly, whoever ordered that sandwich, I, I don't want to fuck get back. Fuck them more. Yeah, fuck them more. They're honestly, <laughs> they need to be on an FBI list. Who goes in and orders bread and pepperoni? There we go. I'm just saying, like, who does that? Why am uh, you know what also bugs me about this? What, Jason? Tell us. I'm the only one who seems to be disturbed by the fact that somebody went into a Publix deli and paid five dollars for a sandwich that's bread and pepperoni. No condiments and a of lot any of sort. Pepperoni. It wasn't like it was a, a lot of pepperoni. Slices. It, it was, was an like, aggressive amount of pepperoni. It was aggressive <laughs> yeah. It was an aggressive <laughs> that sandwich was a fuck you to every human being with taste, buds. And that's why it upsets me so much. He like, has an opinion. That I, guy I do. who got no no no. <laughs> the guy who got the sub has an opinion of what okay. this sandwich should be. I know. Be. I told you guys like we need more love and less hate in 2020, but fuck that guy for his sandwich, okay? His opinion is wrong. Okay. Whatever he believes in. The mm-hmm. opposite is true. That guy is wearing someone else's skin right now. That's a psychopath, <laughs> whoever built that sandwich. Anyway, go back and check out our uh, Helter Skelter sandwich episode if you want to hear all of the details on that crazy sandwich. I'm not lying. It is the most insane sandwich ever that I was accidentally given. I got home, and it was the greatest disappointment ever. Oh, my god! More than waking up and finding out that Donald Trump was president. Honestly, this is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> disappointment. So, yeah. But you got half the right side. Sub, right? I did. I got half, half the, the right, right sub. sub and thankfully. so you were in happy place. Yeah. But it wasn't enough because I had to pay my Chrissy tax on that sub. Man, that was inte- and I, I had a heavy tax on that you, sandwich. You extracted a heavy tax that day. Yeah. So unfortunately, the Chrissy tax is when I have to give my wife bites of my food. It was like... And that's the Chrissy tax. It was like opening up a, a present on Christmas and it's just an empty box. Yeah. It's like getting shoes. You're like, fuck you. I want a Nintendo. What are, they, what are you giving me shoes for when you're like mm-hmm. eight? Like, fuck off with shoes. I don't mm-hmm. want socks, mom. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. But thank you, Epic Film, guys. They raise money for cancer, and uh, we love cancer. And uh, no, we don't. We no, love, we don't. We we love, love people not getting cancer. We love people not getting yeah, Fuck yeah. cancer. We love cancer researchers boning in the um, 
using our money to go buy champagne and boning and not not donating any of that money to the cancer kids. That's false also. Need it. So thank you, Epic Film Guys. Yeah, thank you. Roz Wolf. I want to say thank you to Roz Wolf. Roz, definitely. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm for very, sure. Very like grateful. 110%. <laughs> Very, very thankful to Roz Wolf. She is the um she is the agent of uh Judy Jean Kwan. Ah, yes. She had some nice connections. She brought us Judy yeah. Jean Kwan. She brought us Craig Shoemaker for Comedy is Dead Five. Mm-hmm. Um so I want to thank her for for her help there. That was excellent. Uh Judy Jean Kwan herself, aka Yo Mama Rice. Mm-hmm. She was funny and she was super sweet when she talked to us and she sent us a children's yeah. book. She wrote a children's book and she sent it to us, and I cannot wait to read it with Evelyn. Yeah, I think she signed it too. Yes, she did. She wrote us a nice little note. Donald yeah. the Beaver builds a great big beautiful wall. Go mm-hmm. check that shiznit out. Um, it's pretty good. Her her kid designed the Donald the Beaver character, so it's very cool. Um, yeah, I don't know what it means in real life. I don't De- know if if it's an allegory or I think it is. I think it is. Too. I think it is. So uh, thank you guys, um, Tyler Anson, aka Colonel Wheel. Yeah, you remember Tyler? Mm-hmm. He has He's, a Barbie girlfriend currently. I'm sorry. On Facebook. Oh, the the one that's in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I'm thinking like he does need it. Like this is the advice I always give people. I don't know if this is good advice or if this is going to get me in trouble for saying it. I, I haven't matter. even said it yet, and I almost regret it already. But I'm just saying, <laughs> if you got something, I feel bad for people who got things. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever your thing might be. Maybe you're a dwarf. Maybe you're um, deaf. Type 1 diabetic. Maybe you got type 1 diabetes, although I don't find that to be too much of a, a handicap in my own life. I've, mm. I feel like I've excelled. I mean, I got tons of money. I got a beautiful wife. I got a beautiful baby. Tons I'm funnier than everybody. Well, maybe um, there's something I don't know. I got like a three, four inch dick when aroused. Look, I got everything. <laughs> all right. I got everything I could want. Type one diabetes is not going to do anything but cost me my feet later on and probably kill me 10 years before my time. But besides that, I don't think it's holding me back. Oh, it's just a joke. I'm sorry. It's self-deprecating. I think it's a very funny joke. I know you don't like those jokes, but it's how I we don't. deal. We we use dark jokes and dark humor to deal with our own demise, which unfortunately mine is probably going to be caused by diabetes. We just got to be real here. I got type one and how many type, I mean, I could go in a car wreck, but let's hope I go of type one later on down the road. Okay. Like far, far, far down the road. Far, far, far down the road. So far down the road that you're already a vegan day. Yeah. We got to feel. More on that in the next Slimmer Circle. Um, so I think if you've got a thing, if you're in a wheelchair, if you're deaf, I think you've got to like find your community of people mm-hmm, because sure. within that community of people is going to be someone you can fuck. Oh, Do you that's feel me? not where I thought you were going. So I got a buddy. Tyler is not like this. Tyler is a wonderful human being, and I want to he thank is. Tyler for coming on to the show. He needs to come on again. We're going to have him on again like in Like once a quarter, I think he he's needs still to kicking. be on. You, mean, want to have, you want to have him on as like a recurring guest? Yeah. He's funny. He's got funny shit to say. Tyler, we're going to bring you back, okay? Yeah. How about that? Um, but I feel like I got a deaf friend, and sometimes he's like, it's hard dating women. Yeah. When you're deaf, because there's a little communication barrier, because he's got a, either the hearing aid or read lips or like a combo. And so he, he's found it kind of tough. But I'm like, bro, first of all, you're deaf and you don't speak American Sign Language. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Don't you think you should speak American Sign Language? And then B. He's never think, learned sign language? He doesn't know sign language. No, he doesn't sign. But he hears okay. 
but he's got to be like looking at your mouth to hear you, but he doesn't speak sign language and he really doesn't associate with other deaf people. I'm like, look, I don't want to sound like you belong in a concentration camp for deaf folks because I don't believe in that type of thing. But I do think that you need to find your people. Like I, I found my type one people. I found camp carefree and I go there every year and I volunteer and that shit makes me feel so good in my fucking heart because I'm there. I'm surrounded by other type one diabetics. People, Who are children. They are children, but those are also my people because I'm kind of a giant 15 year old. That's true. Like, wouldn't you but say? But I think. We talk fucking Nintendos and diabetes. I love it. Maybe I don't really have a leg to stand on. Maybe you did find your people. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think you do need, though. I, I've always thought it would be great if you associate more like with like a online Facebook group yeah. or like something where there are other type ones where you can like kind of commiserate, but also tips and tricks and yeah. what do they find and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. I don't think you have that. Or as it relates to Tyler, I said all that to say, you know, find somebody else with the... His condition. Yeah. You got to just find somebody else who's one of your people and then you can have sex with them. And that goes for Tyler. That goes for my deaf buddy. Like, just find somebody. I mean, look, there's got to be some cute wheelchair girl out there. You can just topple her over and then roll out of your thing and get on them. Like, I mean, Stephen Hawking got his dick wet. Stephen Hawking got his dick wet. I'm just saying. There's hope for everybody. Tyler, uh, come back on the show and um, somebody jack Tyler off, please. Okay? I'll thank you next year if you jerk Tyler off this year. Okay? We had Bryce Pate and Katie Hatch on our show. Yes. I think that was like September. No. uh, Excuse me. That was August. You were like... I wasn't. I hadn't popped yet. You were, but you were super like ready. I was super pregnant. You were super ready to go. I, I don't think, I think I if was you super sneezed happy. hard enough, you yeah, were, yeah, you were not. No, I don't think you were super happy that whole evening. We had a lovely episode. It was funny. I was just uncomfortable. I was hot. Bryce had got me a negative sweat. review. Oh, boob sweat. Let's not forget boob sweat. Summertime plus pregnancy equals boob sweat. Yeah, that was not fun. Or in my case, summertime plus pepperoni pizza equals boob sweat for me. My mm-hmm, booby sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce got me a uh, negative review. Mm-hmm. Somebody left me a review on the old iTunes saying that um, my guest was a dick. I'm like, well, don't don't ding me for it. Go find, go to his house and shit on his doorstep. You know, don't mm-hmm. fucking tell me my show sucks. Listen to a couple more episodes. I had a Buddhist lady on my show. Go listen to her. You don't you don't like Bryce's politics, but Bryce, we love you. Mm-hmm. Let's have him back on. I agree. And they Bryce, want to meet Evie too. <clears throat> And I think last year was the year that Bryce vomited and shit in our bathroom because yeah. we made him eat hot stuff. Yeah. We made him eat really spicy stuff. And so he pooped and puked yeah. in the same yeah. like, bathroom He was visit. such a trooper, though. He was a trooper. He rallied. Bryce, we love you. Monty Bohannon, Jonathan Day, those guys are Portsmouth. Portsmouth Parade. Halloween Parade guys, yeah. They were very cool. Very cool. Kindred spirits because they're like adult males who love Halloween and have daughters just like me. Yeah. So... I really felt like, and their senses of humor were good too. Yeah, like, they were cool. I liked them. They really dug on the. I'm still thinking about replacing you with Jonathan. I'm I'm thinking about getting his resume and just seeing what we can. I'm kidding. It's a joke. I'm kidding. I'm just joking. Maybe I'll kill you, Jonathan. Uh oh, Jonathan, watch your back. Uh, Saint Crunk, we had him on just last mm-hmm. episode, Christmas episode. Santa Claus, man. He loved his job. He did. I was very surprised how much he loved his job. That's something I feel like we learned is yeah. that not just him, but like the whole Santa, yeah. like it's part of the culture, I think. Yeah. Because I always wondered what 
why would you want to dress up like Santa? Like yeah. I always was like, that's just kind of seems a little odd thing to want to do. Yeah. But um, kind of it, he kind of um, enlightened me a little bit. It's like there's a spirit to it. Exactly. It's not like people exactly are getting rich doing I it. Thinking. I think I said that last episode too. Like people aren't getting rich being Santa. Mm-mm. Like if you're a mall Santa or even if you do private gigs for churches or or whatever parties, other parties that are not church parties but like secular ones. I mean, you might make a couple of hundred bucks. It might help you out with your December, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, with your own Christmas gifts and shopping and stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe you got enough left over to make a car payment. But no one's, I mean, you don't know any millionaires. Are there any millionaires because they play Santa? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no millionaires that mm-hmm. play Santa. So I think it is something that you do because you love it, right? I think so, too. I would also like to thank uh, B. Izzle, Brent Irwin. He's a good dude. He's a guy who listens to the show sometimes and uh, tells me when he thinks it's funny, and I appreciate that. Same thing with Tommy Bush. Turned on a whole bunch of his firefighter pals to the show, and when he thinks it's funny, he also tells me, and I, I appreciate the feedback that I get from those dudes. Maddox and Devin Rains, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Thunder Cookies mm-hmm. from Heavyweight Chumps. Yeah, those are two of our favorites. Yeah, we like them. Yeah, those are good guys. Big they dudes. Good guys. I think those guys should be Santa Clauses. Maybe. They're pretty big. They are pretty big. Although they like to drink a lot, so... They do. They could be bad Santa. They'd be bad Santas, for sure, because they would be stinking of booze. Uh, Jody B. from the Poe Boys podcast, he told us earlier in the year all about how he got shot in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was um, pretty fun. I would like to have Jody B. back on the show. He's actually one of the funnier guys that I know, but the episode, we talked to him for an hour and a half, and I, I really feel like it wasn't super duper funny. I'd like to have him back where we don't actually talk about anything tragic. No, like I was molested stories. Just talk with him. Yeah. Like let's just make funny shit Mm -hmm. for an hour instead of, I mean, I appreciate his story. I didn't really know before then the full details. You're welcome. So yeah, thank you. That was a great example. That episode was a great example of how you do a wonderful job. A, not being embarrassed, asking really personal questions of people. That's Which I don't think I ask really personal questions. I just ask questions. Yeah. Well, maybe your 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 little your calibration is a little different. Because <laughs> you definitely ask questions of people that I would be a little bit afraid to ask. That I would like pussyfoot around and you don't have like to really like asking warm up to. questions and je- like you don't like asking personal questions. I guess it depends. Yeah. But I that's I'm trying to say that that's a value that you bring to this show. I know you, you are. Podcast. So I'm trying to say thank you, Christina, for bringing that to the podcast because that's something that I need as a as a co-host that you bring. I love you for it. Um, whoa, we got um, Dave Chaffee from Man Brain Podcast. Mm-hmm. You remember Man Brain, the Australian dudes, the Australian blokes. I do. Crikey. Um, Ben from Small Town Mentality. What's good, Ben? He had me on the show back in like January of last year. I ain't forgot you, Ben. I see you, Ben. I see you, dog. Sean, you remember Vegas Sean, Sean McTaggart? Mm-hmm. He sticks stickers all over the place. I send oh. him like 25, 50 stickers at a time. He sticks them all over. He sticks them on toilets. He sticks them on bathroom stalls. He sticks them on the wall above toilets. Mostly he sticks to places where people shit. Uh, I guess that. Tells you what he thinks about the show, but he does stick our stickers everywhere. And I do appreciate getting photos of our stickers stuck to things. 
um, because that's why I pay to have them printed is so that they would be stuck to random places in Alabama, in Las Vegas, in California, in Texas, wherever he happens to be. If he's traveling for work, boom, he sticks them all over. Uh, Sean, I appreciate you. I got to thank Elliot, Almy, my brother, your brother-in-law, mm-hmm. for getting jerked off in an Asian massage parlor and telling us all about it in the Slot Bucket episode that we published last January, I think, February maybe. That was the single funniest episode, I believe, that we've ever done. Um, I got to thank Nick Sheldon for being a part of that. Uh, I think it's just our funniest episode of 2019 easily, the Slot Bucket episode. You remember that episode? I do. I, I was crying. I was dying laughing. I know you were. I want to thank Dr. Zeus from the Dr. Zeus podcast. He's a great dude to talk to. We chat all the time, and he submitted a fuck 2019 for this episode. So thank you, Dr. Zeus. Uh, we got Randall and Brooke Fowler from Married as Fuck. We love seeing them every time we're in the ATL. We got to see them just the other day, right? We did. That was pretty nice. That's like the last three. We're three for three. The last three times we've been to Atlanta, we've seen them all three times, even though we didn't get to hang out much the last time. But at least we got to see them. We had to introduce him to Evie. Mm-hmm. And that was very nice. That was very nice. We'll record with them soon. I was talking to Randall that we both expressed a regret for not being able to record last week when we were in town. But with the internet, I mean, we can make something happen on StreamYard and we can just do an episode. So maybe later this month, we'll, we'll pull something together. I'll let you know, hon, when I talk to him a little bit more. Um, I wanted to thank Tasha um, Killian. That's Patrick's baby mama, um, Mm. Pat, who passed away, unfortunately. Um, Tasha is actually very supportive of the show. Tasha and Pat were very supportive of the show when Pat was alive. But uh, Tasha still will uh, respond to things that I post, will reply, um, and just tell me like when shit's funny or uh, something like that. So I, I, I appreciate her feedback. And, you know, we think about you sometimes. We hope you're doing good. Nolan G, Nolan Gregg, rock star that we had on a show a couple times. Mm-hmm. Also, my second cousin-in-law, I guess. Yeah, he's second cousin-in-law. I guess. He did a music video on a hot air balloon in 2019. And, that's and he got awesome. nominated. And he got nominated for some stuff. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, he filmed a music video. Like Nowadays, you can get a green screen. You could pretend to be on a hot air balloon in your living room for a music video that you're going to post on YouTube. But instead of doing that, he rented a hot air balloon. He paid a guy who owned a hot air balloon to come out and like take him up in the hot air balloon. Then he filmed with a drone, which I thought was wicked cool. Like he did it for real. It was very cool. It's fucking amazing. Um, Delvin Cox, AKA pimp juice. He was cool as fuck. He did a um, episode with us called words heart. We Mm -hmm. talked about Chappelle's new, Sticks and Stones stand-up special. And he introduced me to some nice people this year. He's just a cool as fuck bro. I like Delvin a lot. Delvin's good, good fucking people. Crystal Storm, thank you for co-hosting with me um, last month. And I'm looking forward to reading your books. That is very cool. She's actually one of the folks that Delvin introduced me to. I did her show, The Woo Woo Hour. That was a ton of fun. I was the woke white boy on her show. I'm always happy to be the token whitey. On any of y'all shows. So anybody listening, you need a token whitey, a woke white boy. Hey, I'm here. Call me. Hit me up. 
Uh, Jay Sandlin left us a message saying, fuck 2019. So thank you, Jay Sandlin. Jay Sandlin makes comic books. So check him out, jaysandlin.com, J-A-Y-S-A-N-D-L-I-N.com. He makes comic books. So buy his comic books. Maybe he'll even sign one for you. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Heather Buchler from Zero Fucks Given sent us your favorite onesie. That was your favorite onesie, wasn't it? The one that said, shit happens. Shit happens, yeah. I think it was your mom's favorite. It was definitely my mom's favorite, for sure. My mom loved it. She loved the idea of Evelyn wearing a onesie with a bad word on it. Yeah, she did. It had a swear on it, and my mom was like, oh, I can't believe you're putting that on my granddaughter. Unfortunately, Evelyn can't wear it anymore. Unfortunately, she's grown out. But uh, maybe I need to get back with Heather about getting a new one, because that would be pretty cool. It would be. Maybe I should get with Heather about making one for Grand Jan. I don't think so. Grand Jan would not appreciate that. DJ from the Untrained Eye, thank you for sending in a fuck 2019. You're a lovely human being. And um, I really just wish you would get out of Florida, bro. That's that's really the worst place on earth. So otherwise, uh, we love you, DJ, Untrained Eye. Thank you very much. Uh, he, he's been wicked supportive, like very just friendly dude, super nice. Uh, we love you for that, bro. Donnie Gates, we're eventually going to make an episode with. Donnie's the one that I called out on Facebook. Loaded the gun, shotgunned the beer, said, we're going to we're gonna make a fucking podcast. Oh. We need a steak, bro. Yeah. You know, like super bro. We're going to have a super bro time. We're going to go shoot some guns and eat a steak and probably make a podcast. Maybe smoke a cigar while we do it. That one's going to be a good one. I hope you guys are looking forward to that one. I think we're going to ruffle some feathers with that one. Steven Meter. Do you remember Meter? Meter and Pepin. They make the podcast We Need to Talk. Meter uh, also runs Podcast and H, and he was instrumental in setting up a live show for us back in... Talk about nicknames. We talked about nicknames, yeah. We did a whole hour on nicknames. Um, And Meter uh, definitely set up the Curly's Comedy Club, so we want to thank Curly's Comedy Club for hosting our live show in October, last October. And we want to thank Meter for helping make that happen because... He definitely set that up for us. He he made all that happen, and uh, that was very. It turned out to be a very very cool experience. Was doing that. Um, M.W. Holiday from my worst holiday. Thank you for remembering one of the funnier jokes that I told in 2018 and reminding me of it in 2019 when I came on your show about the um, Ramadan. We were talking about holidays. Of course, his show is called My Worst Holidays, and I was going on about holidays that involve fasting, like Ramadan or poverty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to, like, Thanksgiving is the best holiday because you get to eat like a glutton. I don't want a fucking holiday where you don't get to eat, where you get to like fast and wh- whip yourself and beat yourself and shit. It's like, I'm not about fucking holidays like Ramadan or poverty where you fucking got to fast, you don't get to eat nothing. And he thought that was funny. And um, at least he did. <laughs> Alex Whiteley from Doorskin Podcast and the Shrewsbury Biscuit. He's my UK buddy. We love Alex. He's over there in the UK. Jolly old England. I don't remember him. He wasn't on our show. I was on his show, but we're going to have him on ours. And then you'll get to know all about Alex. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. Solid bro over there in merry old England. Um, Caleb and Rose from the All Bros No Hoes podcast. I made that up. It's the All Bros Podcast. Caleb and Rose from the All Bros Podcast. But I really think that maybe in 2020 you guys should rebrand All Bros No Hoes Podcast. At least that's what we're going to call the episode. When you guys come on our show, we're going to call it the All Bros No Hoes episode. Well, that means I can't be on it then. Okay, so it'll be some bros, one hoe. 
I don't know. We'll, f- we'll, we'll work that out. We'll work that out. Those dudes are also into um, nerdy shit. They're into some nerdy shit that I'm not into. Like Podcasters are into nerdy shit. Yes, I know. Pick up your jaw mm, off the floor. Surprised. Surprising. They're into like the Funko Pop, those little Funko Pop toys. Do you know mm. those little fun? They're the little dudes with the giant heads and the teeny little bodies. And they come in the little boxes. You haven't seen them in like Walmart no, or Target. No, I know or, what you're talking about. Yeah. So they're, they're like... just confused. I'm a little confused too. Like how did these things become as popular as they are? But I think importantly about the All Bros podcast is that they're into mm. um, 4K steelbooks mm. like me. So this is where our loves intersect and we have a lot of overlap there. So I'm able to like say, Hey, I got this 4k steel book and no one else can find it now. Cause I bought it a year ago, suck my dick from the back. And they're all like, Holy shit, that's cool. So they kind of understand. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I talk to you about 4k steel books that cost a hundred dollars on Amazon right now, you look utterly unimpressed. And I'm like, dude, I bought this shit for $30 a year ago. We ain't buying that for a hundred dollars. No, no, no. I mean, we, we might have to buy a few for a hundred bucks to complete my Marvel collection, but We'll talk about that at a later date. I want to say thank you to Jason Lampro of Mixed Media Forest Podcast. Jason Lampro is a cool dude. I uh, hope your family's doing good, Jason Lampro. We love you. Paranormal Gumbo Podcast and Scarif Scuttlebutt Podcast also called in to leave Scuttlebutt. us there. Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. Scarif Scuttlebutt. And that's a Star Wars podcast. Um, they called in to leave their opinions on candy corn last Halloween for our Halloween episode. I remember that. Yeah. Because, you know, candy corn is good and everyone disagrees with me. Fuck y'all. I like candy corn. I like candy corn. Thank you, my love. I this think is, I said that. You did. And that's why we're still together right now. Because if you said you hated candy corn, I don't know what I would have done. Nothing. Last and the opposite of least, I have our inner circle homies. Christina, this is your favorite part. This, uh, this podcast, Shit Happens When You Party Naked, is part of a podcast network called The Inner Circle. What's it called, Christina? Inner Circle. Yes. What website should they go to, Christina? InnerCirclePN.com. That one. That one. InnerCirclePN.com. Check out all the other podcasts that are part of The Inner Circle. That includes Homie Casual from The Hood Diner, The Hood Diner Podcast, so he also created the logo for Summer Circle. Like I said he, earlier, he does good work. He does really, really good work. I think work. it's a very nice logo. It is a very nice logo. And I, you know what? I really appreciate you, Kaz, uh, for what you did. He also did the innercirclepn.com website. So if you like that website, go see what Kaz can do for you, for your website. Adam Simmons and Bobby Moore from what podcast? Simmons and Moore. Simmons and Moore. Hashtag? Simmons and Moore. Hashtag Simmons and Moore. <clears throat> the Simmons and More podcast, hashtag Simmons and More, for inviting us to the Super Duper Bowl last February. They invited us to the Super Duper Bowl. That was a ton of fun. That's the that's the weekend that we came together. We're we're all, almost to our one year anniversary of the Inner Circle. That was the the weekend that we all came together. We formed the Inner Circle Podcast Network in New Jersey in Ming Chen Studio while we were recording at a shared universe. Thank you, Ming Chen. Shout out a shared universe. We love you guys, Bobby Light. He's the He's sometimes on uh, Simmons and more podcasts, but I appreciate him for macrodosing Chris Wetzky. He didn't mm. microdose Chris Wetzky. He macrodosed a motherfucker. Chris Wetzky macrodosed Chris Wetzky. He did, but uh, Bobby Light produced the cookie that made it happen. Goods. Yeah, he brought the space cookies. Chris Wetzky made the bad decision. You know, they talk about shit that you can see from the moon, but I think you could smell that bag from the moon. Like just, he brought that bag of cookies in, and it was sealed. It was one of these. 
um, it was one of these big giant freezer Ziploc bags and it was sealed. I mean, airtight. And I swear to God, it reeked the whole room filled with the smell of marijuana with these cookies. I was pregnant and I laughed because I was yeah. worried about getting a contact. You high. were worried about getting a contact high from edibles. Yeah. Okay. Bobby Light knows what the fuck is up. Don't fuck with Bobby Light. Don't eat anything in his house. That's my advice to you. Unless you want to fucking visit the Saturn time cube. Don't fuck around. Don't eat anything. Chris was so funny. Don't oh drink a fucking bottle of water that Bobby Light hands you. He hands you a sealed bottle of water. Don't drink that shit because there's fucking LSD in there somehow, some way. He got in there and Chris was fucked up. Chris will still say that you saved his life. He's like, mm. thank God for Christina Almy because without Mrs. Almy, I would have died. I would have died in the back of that Toyota. Oh my God. It was insane. He credits you routinely, regularly as his savior for that. Well, you're welcome, buddy. So let me also mention Chris and the Duchess Watsky from Hashtag No Offense. He's the Duke because she's the Duchess, right? Mm -hmm. So I like calling him the Duke because, you know, Dukes and Duchesses are married. They are the Duke and Duchess of Lunchbox. Just like there's an Earl of Sandwich. In real life, there's a guy. He's the Earl of Sandwich. They are the Duke and Duchess of Lunchbox. I like that for them. Um, Chris is just awesome dude mm-hmm. i love talking i t- i text chris damn near every day he's good dudes um so definitely go listen to hashtag no offense show joe and michelle boulet of any pod mm-hmm. we had a lot of fun hanging out with them we we mm-hmm. did dinner with them a couple of times in the last year did a little buddy beat down we're due for some ufc we need to watch some ufc together with mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. sometime soon maybe conor mcgregor and cowboy fight maybe we could make something happen joe holla at me riley trudell in the hunt from the plunge, we love you guys. You guys came on one of our episodes earlier in the year and uh, cracked me up. Fucking brought a PowerPoint. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, he showed up with a whole PowerPoint yeah, about I like he just got out of school. Millennial one hundred and one. <laughs> they taught him how to use PowerPoint. You know, these older folks are like, "How do I turn a computer on?" You know, and he's over here whipping up PowerPoints. So, mm-hmm. who's laughing now? Also, I uh, want to uh, thank the dudes from Failing Hollywood. They're the newest addition to our inner circle family. That is Mikey Trudell. That's Riley's older brother. Fuckboy Freddy. Go fuck yourself. one arm ninja. Um, which arm do you beat off with now, motherfucker? And mostly producer Nick from, from the Failing Hollywood podcast. Producer Nick, I have an obsession with his accent. He's the one I was imitating a couple of weeks ago when we talked about official clothing. It was good, high-quality shit, man. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it took me a little while to get his accent because he doesn't sound like Borat. And I was doing an accent that was a little too close to Borat. I just figured out that if you try to make him sound retarded, it sounds more like producer Nick. So I just, I literally try to sound like I have a learning disability. It's good, high quality shit, man. So I just pretend like I'm a retarded kid from Venezuela with Italian parents. And I feel like I sound just like him. So producer Nick. Um, And that is all for my thanks. Um... I want to thank you guys, the listeners, finally, for uh, checking this episode out and for sticking around to the end. We love you. We're gonna, we promise you big things in 2020. I promise to get Christina to calm down a little bit in 2020. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to rein her in finally in 2020. Okay. I'm going to dose her with some speed. I don't know. I'm going to find <laughs> some fucking like some shit that truckers use to go all night. You know, the guy who, in the Walmart truck who hit Tracy Morgan and almost killed him. I'm going to find out whatever the fuck he was on and I'm going to dose you with that. I'm gonna be like, here's your Diet Coke. I'm going to Bobby Light your ass. Do it. All right, motherfuckers. For Team Almy, we love you. Fuck 2019. Big ups on 2020. All aboard the Swipe and Train. Boop, boop. Christina. 
Jason. We out, motherfuckers. Low voice, I was in the crib when my balls dropped. Earthquake when they hit, bro, they split rocks. Now my girl's hotter than that summer asphalt. If she turned me down, God knows that it's her loss. So Evelyn's looking at me like she wants in on this. As soon as you start talking, kid, I'm going to get you in here. I'm going to teach you how to say the F word in front of the whole internet. I don't want you taking something to my face. I would use gentle tape. It wouldn't leave a mark. I gotta put a mark on my wife. Except for your brand that identifies you as my property. That's the only mark I put on my wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I got boogers. Say who I think I am. I'm a genius. I swear to God I ain't the one to compete with. Keep your mouth shut.